Boom. There it is. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Mind blown. Such celebrity turnout. <laughs> we we got the coach in the house already. My goodness. Mm-hmm. What's up, sports fans? <laughs> Dad Hammer. I'm actually wearing my uh wearing my uh my Milwaukee Bucks cap in honor of you, uh, Tristan. Oh, my heart. The the B ball bond. New York Chicago guy, That's but I home. forgive you. Or no, right now it's a Portland guy. Or no, uh, New Orleans guy. Which one is it? I don't yeah, know what. Know. It's hard to keep track of which bandwagon you're currently on. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Listen, just because your shitty team finally got good after oh. years of being incredibly mediocre. Do you know how agonizing uh, my... it is to love a shitty team? Like, it's so miserable. Yep. Yes, I do. I <laughs> you, do. Of you do. You do. No. <laughs> no, see, this actually, like, this actually, like, kind of parlays into, into what I, I wanted to talk about a little bit, which is, like, loving something when the love maybe isn't there from other aspects, right? So you're the TK fan. OMG, it's Tristan. <laughs> uh, feel free to address chat. Uh, if, if you don't want to address him directly through microphone, you can always just type at him. Um, I guess I should probably, like, you know, figure out how to actually see the chat. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. That'd be sneaky, wouldn't it? <laughs> Hi, gang. <laughs> right. This is great. Yeah, so uh, I lied. I didn't actually take notes for tonight's stream. Uh, I just had an idea. I would have done it. <laughs> no, um, I was just excited. I, I think um, just having a conversation with a friend is is a decent way to to have a rant cast. Um, but then we always have to have our centering thought, which is I think a little bit about, um, you know, last week it was Aussie Arc, uh, Bone Reapers. Obviously, so every time yeah, I'd like yeah. flip out, I'd I'd come back and just start talking about how much I like them, um, and that actually kind of led me to what I've been thinking about for a while. I was actually going to go live for my work truck and do a just a five minute. Yeah, I know, I know, and my high vis and everything, uh, and and then just do like a do just like a five minute thing. But then I, I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? I actually kind of want to talk to Tristan about this because when I first got into Age of Sigmar. Um, We'll give a, a quick history lesson, and then I'm actually going to ask yours because I don't. I know that you've always been a TK fan, but I don't really know mm -hmm. where you jumped in, and so so I, I'm curious to know where that is. Uh, so let me remind me to ask you that question in a couple seconds. Uh, I will remind you. <laughs> all right. Christ, like, uh, yes, hi. <laughs> right. So uh, I um, like I got in Warhammer Fantasy Battle Army Book on Dead. It was, you know. It was, everything was condensed. There wasn't a Tomb Kings yet. Um, there wasn't Vampire Counts yeah. even. Um, and then when the split happened, Vampire Counts came out first, and Tomb Kings got delayed. I remember they were going to do like a big back-to-back -back type release. And this is the 90s. Internet's not really like huge. There, you know, forums, you really are at the whim of your, your comic book store guy. So you go to your, uh, in my case, it was the comic book store guy because he was the gaming store as well. Um... So I, I walked in, you know, oh, when's Tomb Kings coming out? When's Tomb Kings coming out? Because the first thing I noticed about the Vampire Count's book is they didn't have my beloved, like, Archer Chariot. Um, if you remember that old school model, it was, I mean, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's good. It, like, it's, like, it's just two archers, like, on the back of, like, and it's a flat plane, like a rib cage. And I, the, the, as I recall, well, the, the horses were on a base, but the chariot wheels were not. Like, this is how. Yeah. 
So this They're this was like yeah yeah it was great and you had to pay like fifteen points for the bones for the uh, wheel scythes and and attach them and I I mean so like that was the first thing I noticed I'm like well yeah. oh man maybe Tomb Kings is getting the chariots and stuff and so you know I had a decision to make I went I went vampire accounts and then I played vampire accounts until I went off to college uh, okay. and then the college town was forty k so you kind of play what's around you and my my hometown had already kind of been getting into um had, had already kind of been getting into 40k so i had like a i had a codex at the time you know my second edition uh 40k to, uh, codex and so i just started actually like playing that and then i just took a hobby hiatus or a game hiatus a wargaming hiatus for 10 years so we're talking i'm i'm 34 a, a magnificent 34 um, I, pr I stopped playing about my, my mid twenties and I came back to AOS just before the Legion of Nagash tome. And for me, it was like games workshop picked up where they left off. In fact, I was doing that thing where I'm like, where I'm like, Oh, what army do I play? Right. And so I'm, I'm practicing with Joe, uh, Hey, whoa, Twitches, uh, Stormcast Eternals. I'm, you know, getting in reps, playing against his Beast Claw Raiders, playing against his then, he had a mixed order army, like, back in the day, um, playing against his yep. mixed order army, and just getting in reps and making the decision what army to finally pull the trigger on. So at the back of my mind, I'm like, I'll just play death again. But then there's that small part of me that's like, well, maybe I play Skaven, because I always kind of wanted to play Skaven, or maybe I'll, I'll just stick with Stormcast, because Joe's willing to just, like, be like, here's a whole army, just fucking have fun, right? I was playing uh, Scarbo yeah. Skyborne Slayers at the time, by the way. Uh, the fun oh, one, God. yeah. The the pre Gav bomb, Gav bomb yeah. with with old Star Soul maces. So much fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there goes your head. Yeah, yeah. They were great. Um, old like uh, so so that's for me. Getting into death was like picking up where I'd left off. You know, Nagash was fieldable. He wasn't great. He was nine hundred points uh, at the time. Uh, and then El and then I, I made the decision. Somebody on Facebook was selling a box of just... It's called the Box of Death. It's it's off here in my hobby corner. I keep the box for sentimental reasons, even though it's a cardboard box uh, uh, from Amazon. Uh, it's got black primer all over it in every which direction. It's fantastic. And, I mean, there's still, like... If I dig through it, there's, like... I, I, Manfred sitting at the bottom of there somewhere. Like, <laughs> like it's just... It's just a... It's a nightmare. Um... Him and his force, yeah. oh, the poor guy. Uh, so I, I, you know, I bought the box of death, and like I started assembling the models, start getting in my first like early games, and Legion of Nagash is announced. Legion of Nagash comes out, and it was like Games Workshop had personally said to me, "Mephisto, welcome back." Right, and then I, you know, and then I play a long time, and now I'm back, or and now here we are. That was my experience. Yeah, fast forward. You fast forward to now. Okay. That was my experience. So, where did you, I guess, get into TK, and and what's been your experience up until up through Age of Sigmar until bring us up to like Age of Sigmar through 1.0 and then now 2.0? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, I was a 40k guy growing up. Like my local game store had Warhammer. Thought it was super cool. Basically, like followed my brother. He's a huge comic book guy into the store and saw, you know, cool spacemen beating up, like, stupid-looking spacemen. So I was like, oh, I'm going to play the cool spacemen. 
Wait, wait, um, real quick, which were the cool spacemen? Cool spacemen were Dark Angels because they okay. were green, and, and they rode very important part. And they rolled har- rode Harleys into space. Yeah, like, like yeah. pre White Scars, they were the they were the bike one because the Angels of Death uh, combined yeah. codex. It was like Harley Harley riding uh, space cool spacemen and blood yeah, angel but, like the, like the thing is i'm not i'm not a harley guy i'm more of an indian guy like i don't want to oh <laughs> like to me that's stupid and i hate them see i'm getting so milwaukee i like, I like the soft fur see, well, yeah you're stupid, you're they, stupid. basketball hey, team has like the, the logo on their yeah. chest i get it i get it you like large fur hang on they, no no they're gonna kick me out of the state if i say this live on chat right now and i can't edit it out but not a big harley guy either i actually uh I realized I was getting old when one drove past me, and I'm just like, "Motherfucker, keep it down!" <laughs> but like, just I get like, it. I, I get it. You love fun your segue. I used to live, like, I used to live right around the corner from like the biker bar. Whenever I was in my twenties, and I ran a venue out of my apartment, so like I had um, all ages shows going, and we'd have like the soft acoustic band in, like Julie Duran or some other like absolutely jaw dropping a good person and then all of a sudden these douchers would just cruise through going <laughs> and ah, just I've hated them ever since. Yeah, that, was, that, that was the so, bonus. Yeah. Yeah. So um uh cool spacemen versus lame spacemen starting out yeah, forty K. So got it got obsessed, got super into painting, like really enjoyed gaming, what the tactical element, all that whole nine years. Um and that was whenever I was around like 14 or so. So I played for a few years, figured out that um, punk rock is cool, started being a drummer, started playing in punk rock bands, kind of like chucked my Dark Angels to the side. And in the meantime, the local store basically got rid of GW stuff and made them like persona non grata. Like they had a really bad split with them. That was um, the old days of chapter approved too. And so it was like really annoying for stores back in the like 90s and up into the 2000s to get chapter approved yeah and so there was some stuff there right but yeah i I guess like it just my local store is run by a couple of hippies and they're just they're they're kind of sucks um but that's neither here nor there they had a bad experience with the store and that's all that matters um is this store still in business is this still the store it's still the store it's the like it's now one of three game stores where growing up it was the only place to get anything. That's right. And really they still awesome. act like they're the only place to get anything in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, but so, like, growing up, got out of it, they decided that they weren't into it. And, like, I would go in probably every, like, two or three years being like, hey, do you guys have any, like, Warhammer stuff? Because they would always have something tucked out back. Like, I remember I picked up, like, an old metal chaplain blister, like, a couple other things like that every once in a while. Because they'd be like, sure, just five bucks, whatever. Um, but every time I would go in, they'd be like, yeah, we're never getting that back in. When hell freezes over, that's when we'll have more hammer stuff. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm like, cool. Great. Thanks. I want to give you money for stuff. Why are you telling me that I am a terrible person with bad taste? Okay. Whatever. Um, but then like a couple years down the road, like my friends and I, um, got kind of back into it a little, but then we would have to go to Halifax, which is like a four hour drive away from where I am just to get stuff ordered online. Um, but we would have, like, a little... We, um, one of my buddies is in the Army. He's a captain there. So he was able to have the keys to the 
local armory, and they had the sand table. So we played a bunch of games on their sand table. That's like a six, almost a six by four board. This is all filled with sand. This is all coming together on account like Tomb Kings, and you're playing in like your home games on the sand table. (laughs) Like this, this makes sense. Yeah, this Um, all makes sense. In the meantime, like I always keep sort of like a loose eye out on Games Workshop stuff, and like I've always thought that, you know. Like, the fancy stuff looked cool other than the stupid square bases. Like, I thought that was dumb. I always hated rank and flank. I'm not one of the square base guys. I always thought this would be a cool game if they would put it on circles because having just colored rectangles moving around the board was not anything that I would See, was like interested in it at all. Yeah, so you you came at it from a 40k in into the square base realm. And so, like, people might expect that take for you from you. But I came at it fantasy first. And I always hated the rank and file. Like, people are like, oh, it's so realistic. And I'm like, tell me more about your realism in the world where fucking dragons and spell magic is ep- happening. But yeah, can, yeah. <laughs> you got a thought there. Well, like, the, the funny thing is that the game that I fell in love with the most is actually Mordheim. Like, whenever that game kicked off, that was, like, my absolute jam. Like, had played in so many campaigns. Absolutely love the system. Like, I, like, that's how I first started getting conversions, which I'm still obsessed with. Um, but speed up to a couple of years back, um, my local store, I went in one day just out of the blue because I thought I saw, like, a Games Workshop sign in there, which I'm like, this is weird. Did they find that in the basement? Um, and I go in, and there's a dude sitting there with, like, an actual box of models. And I was like, what is happening? I look at the woman who owns the store. I'm like, Sue, did hell actually freeze like the fuck over? <laughs> and like actually swore at this 50 year old woman. Um, and she was like, you know what, Tristan? Hell froze the fuck over. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. It's one of the best things. Yeah. Um, so like, I guess a bunch of the magic guys there, like one or two of them got really into reading, um, like got into the end time stuff. And then started battering the sword, being like, hey, do you want to get the stuff in? Hey, do you want to get the stuff in? And then they finally acquiesced, and all of a sudden, they were just like, yeah, let's check it out. But by that time, end times had happened, and we had, like, Sigmar had kicked off a while back. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, started getting interested, started checking it out. I was like, oh, there was just this book just that came out that has points for everything. And I'm like, that's cool. What's that it, called? Was it's this called the... the General's Handbook. Oh, okay, That's okay. The original General's Handbook that came out. So, like, I came in just a little bit after that. So you like, you, oh, you okay. just kind of skipped the Dark Ages with no points where it was just, like, Vietnam. Yeah, and I never got into it before, like, I never got a chance to be really sad that they killed my thing because it was never my thing. Got it, got um, it. With the end, yeah, with the end times. See, I, so I missed... I'm coming uh, to this game. You missed all that too. Right? I I missed the end times completely. I was in my hiatus for the for the end times. It was forty k, and then hiatus. So I, I just I missed the end times and I missed the dark ages and, and GHB one. I came in on yeah. GHB twenty seventeen. I believe it was is where I came in. Yeah, uh, the one that made me sad. Yeah, <laughs> the one that made you. All right, that's the one that crushed your dreams, wasn't it? <laughs> so many dreams. <laughs> so many dreams. Oh man, the hand of dust came early. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, whenever the end time stuff was happening, I was obsessed with basketball, much like I still am now, but, like, I was a provincial basketball coach. I was assistant for the under-15, like, like state team, if they had that. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think college yeah, ball do. college ball kind of replaces state stuff. The problem with uh, the NBA in, in, like, America is there's not really, like, a, a quote-unquote farm system. It, they just use college well, like a farm system. So yeah, we this isn't so much a farm system like that. Like, we have something that's called the Canada Games. It's uh, all the provinces get together and have, like, a mini Olympics every year. Like a mini World Cup. Like a mini World Cup, kind of like what's going yeah. on right now. Okay, cool. But for, like, all... Like, it's, like, legit you know, mini Olympics or, like, a mini... Um, I don't know, whatever the other things that are like Olympics that I can't think of right now. Uh, so I was into that. They started getting into this game, and I looked around to see, like, saw what other people had. It's like, some people had orcs. Some people had weird-ass tree men. Some people had, which, to be fair, really cool. Um, like, some people had some corn stuff, and, like, I was looking around, and, like, one or, one dude already had, like, zinch. And I was like, okay, like, checking it out, being like, wait, what was that thing I thought was really cool back in the day? That was Tomb King. I always thought they were the coolest looking army because they had these big, stupid, like, constructs walking around. They had skeletons. And I've always been, like, I was really lucky as a kid. And we went to we went to a trip to Ottawa, the capital of um, Canada, and went to our national museum. And they have this huge Egyptology exhibit. And so since about, like, seven, I always thought that stuff was cool. Um, and then there was these dope-ass mummies that were around. Like, dry-bone skeletons were always kind of my favorite. Like, I don't like vampire stuff. I think it's lame. I think it just, like, it just doesn't hit with me at all. Okay. But for some reason, mummies and, like, like that kind of, like, erupting from the crypts and, like, great uh, civilizations that once were that are trying to rebuild themselves. To me, that's, like, catnip. Like, yeah, I'm no, it's great. It's great. Like, my brain just pops. If if uh, I can defend the vampire thing real quick, not not that I'm trying no. to convert you, no, okay. Um, it was the um, so it was the Castlevania I, thing for me. It was ca- Castlevania for me, not yeah, like a big exhibit. But great, go on. Metroid is that. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, all right. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have like we're gonna have live fight. <laughs> no. uh, anyway, yeah. So the exhibit, yeah. So so the exhibit, like I've always kind of loved that type of stuff. But I was so like I was just checking it out, being like, "Oh, I want to play Tomb King." And then I look, and they're like, "Oh, it, no, that's that got discontinued recently." I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, really?" And I was like, I didn't realize like what that kind of meant for the game because I looked rules. I started researching them, like I started researching them a little bit more, and I'm just like, "Oh, these guys are super cool." And oh, what's this? Some guy made a battle tone, clicked on it. My brain just like went completely galaxy mode. Like I yeah, know, it's like I got into like a really good trip. And the Mengel Miniatures um, Endless Desert project had just finished like a few like however many months before that, and I just became obsessed. Like I was like, I'm in, I'm in. Cool skeletons doing cool stuff. This is a cool battle tome. I'm totally ready to go. Like let's do this. So I figure out where, like, I start trying to find models. I get a couple lots. I get lucky, get one over in Halifax. And that guy had a ton of stuff. And then I had another one that was in, like, Winnipeg, in the middle of Canada. I'm close to you. (laughs) Right, right. I live in South Canada. (laughs) Yeah, which, great part. 
great part of Canada, that's South Canada. South Canada, um, yeah. So, I like, I got lots of, I collected a whole bunch of stuff, and I started building it, started playing it, and then I realized, oh, this is actually my type of game style, too. Because I've always liked having lots of different options, and I loved having kind of like a little bit of a grind aspect to it. And so the, the me, skirmish style, like, the rounds and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like having the rounds, like I was just like, oh, these models actually look cool now, and I like how they play, and the lore that like Tyler and those guys uh, built up really, really stuck with me. Like I was just like, this is awesome. Well, you, you in our in, in our just ambient conversations, um, <laughs> you mentioned something that I think really resonated is um, like. TK are very punk rock. Like, oh, yeah. Like, they're, they're super punk rock. Like, the, the like, you know, I'll let you, yeah, I'll let you expand on that. But you, you it's your, because it's your take. But They're just sticking their, yeah. Well, my, my, my take on it is that they are some of the most obnoxious, like, arm, like, they're the most obnoxious army you can choose. It's not that they're trying to fight you. It's not that they're trying to do anything. They're just trying to let you know that they're better than you. And that they think that you're an idiot. And they don't give a like, fuck. They just they don't give one single rat's ass care about what you think or what you want. Because to them, it's like, cool, I'm getting mine. Right. Like, you want what from me? No, get that. Like, just absolutely, like, sticking their thumb in people's eyes and just, like, face pushing and just being like, no, I'm making space for myself. This is where I'm at. Like, oh, you think that you can do that? No. Like, I am the most important i am the biggest ruler i am the one who's going to flex on you so hard and if you try to come at me i'm just going to drown you in skeletons well drowning people in skeletons is a is a theme we both share uh (laughs) so um but my skeleton's good at fighting and your skeletons suck that's not even close to true (laughs) i know (laughs) like we're using first off we're like now we're kind of using the same skeletons but Thank you so much for that follow there. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, Whatever. You know, no, um... But yeah, so I got it there. Um, I wasn't able to find, like, all the kits that I really, like, had dreamed of having, but I was able to grab, like, a start collecting uh, bone rattle. So I had a bunch of the new kits, had a bunch of the old kits that I was able to pick up secondhand, so I just started slamming them together to make something cool. Yeah. Because for me, the point of building models is to make something that is interesting and has like a flow like you feel like you can feel the momentum coming from your miniatures like they're all like me just a little diorama or like just a way for you to convey an idea just about every uh, skeleton i put together i've got like a little like just it's not much of a story but it's like a little like oh this guy's swinging his like spear at somebody so he has to be lurched forward a little bit so i'll put him on a little rock and have him be like a little bit coming off the base and then he'll be the one that's annoying and tips over a lot or like, it's like readying a big slam. Like to me, it's really important to have kind of like a little momentum in your miniatures. Oh, yeah. And the older skeletons and their cartoonishly large skulls and hands were great to add to the older ones because they were so pitched forward. I was able to just like do a lot with them. Oh, um, that's what I like. Actually, yeah. Oh, finish your point. I, I kind of talked over you there, but the old skulls. My yeah. point is like. Yeah, well, my point is that, like, I was able to take some of my old Mordheim sensibilities and sort of throw it into this army, 
and ease into it just by doing a sh- like a metric ton of skeleton. Well, it's like it's um, a, it's it's a horde army, but you've you've given yeah. like you've given care to each skeleton having like personality and stuff. Yeah, because if you're gonna do something, why do it like why do it for them? Right. That's kind of like my ethos whenever it comes to this, or like a lot of things in life lately. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's that's actually where I think OCR Bone Reapers have kind of succeeded. And I know some people don't dig the the grinning skull faces, but I do think GW. <laughs> yeah, hang on. I think GW sat down and went, "Let's give skeletons personality." And the skulls on there on them seem a throwback to the big headed kind of exaggerated skeletons. Also, if you think of it like a mangu, like the 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 faces aren't like a skull. It's a it's a war mask, and so they have this like the mangu or the the samurai like war mask and i think that's a really cool take uh, again you might the aesthetic's not there for you because you really really want egypt or or whatever but to me i think well, that i don't even push push it that far it's that i find that what they chose to do with their line troops for the bone creepers that grinning cheshire cat face that they have um like i just it doesn't hit like for me it's a huge swing and a miss and I just think they look like they got hit by Joker's laughing gas or like they're members of ICP, like insane clown power. Well, no, hang on. That's a low that blow. Combined, that are like bone people that are combined with Sylvaneth that are combined with Juggalos. No, I see. I, I'm just pulling up re- just a real quick Google search here for, for the Mangu so people can see in the chat. Oh, I thought you were going to uh, pull up Juggalos. No. No. You pull up them. No, absolutely not. No, um, so, like, I, 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 to me, they, they're very, if you've seen my skeletons, I don't know if I've shared them with you or my Black Knights. Actually got you don't my, share them? No. No, I don't really share my stuff on, on the internets. I, I, I always think that's stupid, because your Nagash has, like, a big trash can hat, and I think that's cool. He's rocking a fucking rice hat, yo. <laughs> um, except I, re- okay. yeah, so, like, my, um, my skeletons have the, like they're they're rocking like the rice hats and stuff, um, which I had to painstakingly have their heads sawed off, like the tops sawed off and the stuff. And then my black knights are actually literal fucking literal fucking samurai. So um, they, okay. they, so they, this like that. So specific parts of the bone reapers, um, was perfect for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have a yeah, and and that's the thing. Like one of. Someone someone once said to me, kind of getting into the hobby, is like pick an army that you like the aesthetic of to begin with, uh, because because like it's the aesthetic you're going to be dealing with a lot of. And I took my skeletons. I went, nah, fuck that. I'm making them samurais and shit, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> and so like when the Bone Reapers came out, like yeah, it's a very pan Asian. Uh, like, sort of, like, pseudo-Asian oh, yeah. amalgam. Like, there's no one... You can look at it and be like, this looks very Tibetan to me, this looks very Mongol to me, this looks very... Like, this looks very samurai to me. But they're, they're not yeah, any I, distinct I, I one. Like, no, and I find those, like, there's Persian elements, there's a bunch of stuff. Like, it's mm-hmm. definitely that food that's called, like, Asia Republic or something like that. Yeah. It's or, like, like... 300 things on the menu, and it's from every some, single... Yeah, some fusion restaurant... Like yeah, some fusion restaurant. Yeah, this is this is the Asian fusion restaurant. Like, no, I I, I get it. I understand some of the criticisms again against it, but I I just like like I've got these mangu pulled up here. Like their their faces to me scream like Japanese samurai mangu, like war masks and stuff. So uh, I'm I'm for that, 
And I yeah. think if you paint their faces more like a mask, use gold, like what uh what Mike was actually ma- mentioning in our in one of our chats, where he's like, if you if you paint the the faces more like masks, I'm like I'm stealing that. Don't think oh, of their yeah. faces like a skull. They are constructs. They're made to to have that face. And so I really like that take. Yeah, and I'll be, so, I'll be but yeah, uh, g- getting so back. Let's just loop around and finish that like little introduction part for me. Um, so I got up there, I built up my force, and I was having a great old time in GHB1. Right on. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you were, you were, people were screaming that TK were OP initially. Yeah, and it's really frustrating, because it's like, we were the, like, we were the first army that people figured out there was a unit that was under-costed. And there's been tons of stuff since. There's always something under-costed. Yeah, and it's just like, like, how many times do they have to nerf the Frostheart Phoenix? Like, that's an example. Like, people didn't catch on to that one quick enough. Heck, um, the white lines are, like, another great option that people just didn't really think to use that much. And, like, it's just really frustrating that they became, that Tomb Kings became the poster child for OP Broken Unit. And it's also really frustrating that people decided to make, like, a point out of it that were playtesters. Like, I know the Masters for, I think it was 2017, um, I think, what was it? I forget who, but somebody brought them and, like, scratched out the name of somebody else and said, this is their list, it's going to win the Masters, and then did. And then there was a big kerfuffle about how Tomb Kings were overpowered and were underpointed, and how it wasn't fair for new players that this was such a good army. There, There's always a, uh, there's always, like, a litmus test for noobs. You know, like uh, snowballs, for instance, uh, in in Beast Claw Raiders at the heyday of like mixed destruction was that where like it's just a pub stomper in the LGS, which is face it, that's where where the majority of players get their experience. They get oh, yeah. they get the LGS experience, which is not a, a robust enough meta to to gauge your response on, and then they go and they find the articles on the internet that support their what they already think is true. And so, like, yeah. TK won, and, like, there's this TK player by, at my LGS who just, like, whoops my ass, and then TK won, so, like, obviously they're a problem. The same thing with snowballs, and it's like, or you could learn to deploy better so that six mortal wounds doesn't, like, wipe you out. Like Yeah, and, like, the thing is, at the time, um, Anthony just made a great point, the snakes were really powerful for what they were, um, and they were very low-pointed, and I'm not trying to make an excuse for that. No. my Like, the thing that I found really funny about those people making like a point to be like look how stupid this is um wasn't that it was a in the local gaming store problem it was just with the high-end competitive the, the, oh i see okay that, like because people didn't have tk uh, like, there's always like, every time i talk to people it's always like oh yeah there's that one guy in our store who was obsessed with tune King, and he was the only one that ever had them for years that's always a story i guess Mm. Uh, because people are always like wow that's cool I haven't seen those in ages there's that one guy and so I found like I was really frustrated that then they got absolutely like dunked on in GHB 2018 or 2017 whatever the second GHB was because they basically had all the units that people complained about doubled in points cost like just straight up times two yeah yeah the um I mean, around the time I came in, Tomb Kings was a like a total meme. 
So, like, I don't even remember them being a real thing about the time I showed up because it was just GA death. Mm -hmm. It was just GA death. And then, like, a couple Flesh Eater Quartz players. There wasn't a... I mean, and that's, like, a completely different take. But, like, for a long time, there was no death battle tones. I mean, we got Flesh Eater Quartz and just the majority percentage we're, we're in what four years of age of sigmar now five years of age of sigmar going under 50 something like that right five uh, yeah i'll just round off to five and for the for the majority percentage of that there has been one death battle tone which was flesh and yeah. courts and so like most of it was just mixed mixed death or yeah um so like death has been in like a weird just a weird place um, oh, yeah, for for, li- sure. for a little while, but n- you actually kind of mentioned something while you were talking here, like you- in your origin story. And this is getting ahead of myself, but I want to ask the question while it's it's fresh here. Um, as you're committed to like playing playing TK now, and I, I think going forward you're going to find a way to bring them into the game. Like I'm just skipping ahead a few chapters. How do you continue to find yeah. stuff to 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 bash up and 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 make your models? Because I've I've got your picture of your your bone giant up here right now. Um, and this is a freaking awesome. Uh, like, how do you continue to find kits at this point? Because if they're not going to support you anymore, you're going to start having to green stuff some shit and actually have to start to organically build a lot of your your well, visual, you know? I Well, I got really lucky. Um, I got a couple of lots on super great deals early, and I only, like, I'm, I paint pretty slow. I take my time with my stuff, and... Um, I just had so many bits, I was able to just kind of like cobble together things using the newer kits and with the older ones. Like with the one that you have up there, that's half a kit. That's half a Necrosphinx, right? Yeah, yeah, this is the Necrosphinx. I, I was able to order some third-party legs from a place called Rockland Studios, and that's like, it was made to do that. And actually, um, Total War, they took those legs and made those the legs for the Hero Titan. Um, in Total War. Like, it's pretty funny. Um, I know if I'm going to continue to do this, I'm going to have to take some matters into my own hands and become a gigantic nerd and start casting my own stuff. There you go. That's the next Um, step. Yeah, and that's, like, I still, like, I got lucky. Like, it's basically about, like, trying to find stuff for not the insane eBay prices that you can pay for TK. Right. Like, right. right now, you can play, like, you can pay, like, if you want to go out and spend a hundred and something dollars, you can go get three Ushapti, but you're paying, like, a hundred and twenty bucks, probably, for three models that used to cost forty-five, or if you want a Necrosphinx, like, maybe around two hundred bucks. Oh, like, they're outrageous. Pretty, it's, 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 it's a great it's, model, and it's, it's only, like, it's becoming a freaking collector's item, you know, because it's such a sweet... And if anything deserved a reprint coming into the new death that we were expecting to get and stuff, yeah. like that's one of those ones that you just you just wanna you wanna see a, a reprint of that in whatever with the new technology, slightly different pose, some more d- dynamicism added to it. Like, yeah, like it's it's such a nice kit. Um, like it's way better than half the things that are still in the game, and I'm like I'm pretty confident saying that because it's every time I would put that model down, people would stop and be like, "That's a good thing." What's that? I like that. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I mean... Yeah, so, like, I'm gonna, like, I just got lucky. Facebook um, groups, if you um, set up little alerts for yourself, you're able to figure out a couple, like, AOS groups specifically to buy stuff. I know there's a Tomb Kings Facebook group for Tomb Kings AOS, and people there will actually sell stuff. Like, people will search Mm. out and find us and then be like, hey, I'm selling this. Does anybody want it? Which is nice. There's actually a guy right now who has this amazing collection of almost fully built stuff that's got like 20 something chariots, a whole bunch of the really nice black tomb guard, and just a bunch of stuff. And he's just trying to sell just today. Wow. So it's just kind of like not just taking the first thing you find, but it's getting tougher. It's, like, I mean, yeah, I mean. They're, they're a finite resource at this point. Like, the, the old yeah. sculpts, are they're not reprinting them. They're out of print. They're like, this is a finite resource. And so, I mean, I guess, where are... Because I, I know, I, I talked to you, and, and you, you feel, like, a little defeated right now um, <laughs> for the, the OCR Bone Reapers. It's not your fault. You know, I think the community really no. did... The, the community really did kind of build an expectation. And expectation is the mother of all letdown, right? Like, it's just... Um, the reason I'm excited about Bone Reapers is because I didn't expect it at all. If I had an expectation, I'd be nitpicking the models to shit. You know, I didn't think they were going to do this. I thought TK as well. So I was a little disarmed when I see this decidedly not TK faction released. From my non-TK player perspective, I'm like, these aren't these aren't Tomb Kings. So No, and like from my perspective, um, I was told probably about sometime last year. If you go back, you could probably figure out when I was told um, that they were doing a rematch of Tomb Kings. And I was like, wait, what? Because I, like, I never had any hope they would bring them back. Yeah, they yeah. Were, like, they're out of the game. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. Well, but they nearly I, got I, compendiumed I, completely, right? Like, well, they are in compendium. They are they're in compendium, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, compendium's completely match play legal. Yeah. It's just... They don't have a battle tone. Right. So, like, they have points and the new GHB and everything. Um, but... Uh, expectation beer. and... Yeah, beer. Almost got legended. Yeah, that's the that's the one. Anyway. That's it. Uh, hey, Simba, what's up? My guy. Love that guy. He's incredibly good at painting gray. Hey, Simba. Uh, what's, what's um, the Twitter handle? What, what do you mean? Oh, uh, symbol. I don't know. I think it might be symbol. No, uh, it might be symbol. All right, right yeah. on. Uh, I'll have to check out the models. Um, yeah, it, uh, it's in the Honest Wargamer chat um, sometimes. Yeah. But, the, but, but yeah, what I was trying to say, the... Um, wait, what was oh, yeah, expectations. So I had these expectations because I was told far too long ago that they're coming that they're going through playtesting, that they're going to be like this, they're going to be like that. Um, and in my mind, a rematch of Tomb Kings meant um, that they would keep the visual language of them, but shift them slightly, similar to how they did Nighthawk, where they took like one model and expanded it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, so maybe they'll take like Tomb Guard, or maybe, maybe they'll take the Sepulchral Stalkers, or maybe they'll take I was hoping for a shop, to be honest. Um, and I was like, okay, I am so excited. Like, whatever they do, I'll be all in. Like, 
I was beyond excited. Like I was like, start, like I sold the guitar amps. I sold some stuff just to get like kind of a bankroll going because I was like, whatever they do, I don't care. I know I'm going to like it. Like if they have to be kowtowing to Nagash, I can handle that. Whatever. Like, it'll be fine because I was super excited to have an actual place in the mortal realms proper. Um, and I mean, I know we, that kind of like the impetus for this discussion is trying to find your own way with, no, or trying try to find your own way in Age of Sigmar whenever you don't have a faction. That yes. Either has a, has a place or like you're kind of floating around trying to figure out what you want to do. Yeah, I didn't know uh, how to how to make that into a concise title of like, how do you play in Age of Sigmar without a team? You know? Yeah. Like, and I, th- I think that's kind of like the general conceit of it, right? It's that you're trying to find space for yourself, your gaming, within the wonderful, massive sandbox that is Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? It's not hard, but you sort of have to stick your chin out a lot. Like, you have to take it on the chest quite a bit if you want to play that sort of game. Like yeah. If you want to be so narratively driven that you're pushing your own initiatives, you're, like, shoehorning yourself into moments. Um, you have to be pretty sure that that's something that you want to do, and that's something that, like, your creativity will still be able to push you through for. I know for me, for the last few years, it's been so much fun. Like, I was able to take a couple kernels from that um, unofficial Tomb King battle tome that Tyler built, um, and just expand off of it to create my own stuff. And even taking in some other people's uh, lore that they had built up, like Randy, who is, of course, world famous uh, from the Rage of Sigmar podcast and from the Dwellers Below. Mm-hmm. He's like he's built up this great story for his Tomb Kings, and I was actually able to worm in a little narrative campaign for me and three of my buddies where we sort of played in his sandbox and sort of melded it in with some things that I've been working on. Yeah, but then you want to take it out of the sandbox and into the wild, you know. Mm-hmm. And before we kind of get to that, uh, Coach here has, like, a pretty pretty solid bit in chat. He said, uh, you know, he's felt the same way uh, for a long time because he played Empire. Thank you so mm. much, Lulabelle. Lulu on camera there, everybody. Um, th- he played Empire for 15 years, never really played another army until AOS, and his army was just ripped apart. And so now he, you know, he's got to cobble together his stuff. So like he's got cities coming, and even then, like cities now has the problem of now it's built expectation, right? Yeah, and like that's that's a tome that could do a whole lot of things. It could like, do great. It could be great. It could be great for the game. It, it's an it opportunity for world building. It yeah. model lines. If they actually some of those the quote-unquote handful of models that were taken out of circulation, if they actually put a handful back in, like some new yeah. kits, some new some new troop types, like actu- like full-on new sculpts, new kits, and new units that are part of the cities and stuff, like they, what they did with Gloomspite Gets. Where, where Gloomspite Gets, yeah, you got souped in some old stuff, but then you actually got legit new stuff, too. But it, you, yeah, you th- I, I think that's kind of a stretch for that battle tone. Mm. I see it kind of as a... Legions of the Gash style one, or like a Skaven style one, but Skaven's the good one. example. Legions of the Gash is the bad example. Legion of the Gash has like twenty five 
War Scrolls in it, and people play five of the kits out of it. Yeah, and but that, that's the thing. It's they're learning, right? Like every time they put a battle tome, they take something from it and they learn, they progress. It's true, and that's it's why true. it's that's one of the reasons why it's frustrating because you can sink so much into one army you like, and it's the first battle tome. Like I know in forty k, people call that like Dark Angel syndrome because Dark Angels is almost always like the second battle, the second codex in every single release, and then it just sucks for almost like, <laughs> Right. Well, but but 40k infamously has power creep. Like, truly the new oh, yeah. tome is the best yeah. thing. Age of Sigmar, I don't but think, I, has like, pure pure power creep the way 40k does. No. It's no, It's got that. outliers releases, but it doesn't have, like, a true creep, because you look at the last, like, five tome releases, they all compete with each other with a couple of outliers. Yeah. Like, I think it's a tiers thing. Like, I feel like they... Like, they kind of do, like, a section together, and those all sort of even out, and then they'll be like, oh, okay, well, we've learned from these, the section of builds, now we'll progress on to the next section. And I feel like we're just at the start of a new section. Um, Symbol, you're, you, might, you, you may not be wrong, I haven't played 40k since about 6th edition, and the power creep was totally the thing. Uh, I, I well, like, Imperial Guard got the new tome, tank squads, it was busted and disgusting space wolves famously came near the end of the release it was just the grossest shit ever and like it's just they always like leapfrogged each other with the next home and the next home so um yeah right now but i actually i don't 40k i don't 40k they like they did that great thing where they reset this whole new edition they built upon it and i feel like 40k is a good game now which is great like i kind of abandoned it i like i didn't vibe with the stratagem style thing um but i think it's a really solid game if you're if you like that sort of build for how you want to doll out your resources i didn't like it as much right but like i think it's good um no, um wouldn't so it be a rant cast stuff. without my daughter randomly appearing um <laughs> lily on she camera rules. yeah she's pretty so, awesome so, uh, uh, you said 40k and then springboarding into the next idea? Yeah, so, um... Hey, dude, what good? <laughs> I can send mom a message here. Daddy, daddy! Daddy, daddy. daddy. Oh, yes, man, sir. I can't wait for my kid to actually say that intentionally. Yeah, that's that's because that's dog, dog food. And so, of course, she likes dog food. <laughs> um, She's so got... What I'm trying to point out with cities is that it could be this nice next evolution of that style of release where it takes a whole bunch of it's units. It's Skaven again. It creates, well, no. I'm trying to say that it's it creates different pockets for you to play in. Like, I feel like it's going to be the next step in the evolution of that sort of tone. Like, I think it's a collection tone, but I think that narratively, from what it seems like from that one or from the one or two articles, it seems like you're going to be able to build out your own style of city. Because I feel like Skaven is a bit more couched. Like, it's a bit more like either you take the Skaven Tide, like, big blob, or you just, like, you're sucked in little sections yeah. that you want. Um, whereas Legions of the Gash is just like, here's the good stuff. There is only this. Yeah. I hope you like it. Yeah, that's the problem with LON is, like... Yeah, and with Skaven, they were able to at least build a few different options and then have, like, one larger thing that's a bit more insane. And I feel like Cities has a chance to do the, like, whole bunch of little sections that you're able to pick through, but then do them so it's not just like, oh, this is the one good one, all the other ones suck. Because they were able to do that with, um, 
every battle tome after the Caradron Overlord. Like, KO was kind of like an inflection point for them, where they realized what they were doing and how they were screwing it up. And then, ever since then, they were able to, like, blossom. Oh, yeah, Nurgle after, it came out after out KO. How to, yeah. like, how, how to write a better battle tome. And yeah. I think this might be an opportunity for that. I'm not trying to put too much onto it, but I think it could be really good. Yeah, I... I... Uh, evening, uh, uh, Soren. Uh, no, I, 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 I'm worried that that the community is building expectations for 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 cities. I know we have we have some levity in how we view it and stuff like that, but I think the community is building expectations because the the expectations for getting new death weren't, I don't think, community wide built very high. The last release, Night Haunt, we got the re-release of Flesh Eater Courts. Like, Death Faction players weren't, like, waiting at, like, chomping out the bit. With the exception of TK players who'd kind of been promised, like, oh, you're going to get your thing down the line. But, like, for the most part, for the most part, the average Death player wasn't, like, what's our new thing, what's our new thing, right? You know, I was excited, but, like, my last two experiences were Night Haunt, or were Flesh Eater Courts, which I'm just not interested in as an army. And Night Haunt, which I'm very met about. Like, I'm happy people like Night Haunt and that they, if people who love Spooky Boys got Spooky Boys. I'm really happy for it. But, like, it's, they're not my thing. I mean, I have a Black Coach door prize sitting over here somewhere because I, I, I think the model's sweet as a model. But playing yeah. with it on a table may, would make me want to, like, throw it across the room. It's like a full pile and distance of overhang on either side. But I digress on that point. The point is, I don't think a death player was really, like, super pumped. The way that when they com- they just went in and they removed a handful of models, you have people collecting Wanderers, you have people collecting Dispossessed, you have people collecting, uh, you know, uh, Free uh, free Guild, or, uh, like, you have all these, like, sort of scattered factions, and then, like, every one of them from all these different walks of, of the Order life are just, like, the city's book is coming. Are we going to get Firestorm 2.0, or are we going to get an actual honest attempt at a book? I think the answer is yes. <laughs> like, like, I think it's, like, this is Firestorm 2.0, but I think it's Firestorm 2.0 with a very good stable footing underneath it. Fair but enough. But that's not really, yeah, but, like, that's not really the point of what we're trying to do here. Like, we're not trying to guess about what city no 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 like it's gonna be in the next two weeks three weeks maybe yeah we're gonna find out yeah i'll do a speculation stream on accident the night before everything gets gets released and be right about like 90 percent of it but yeah your your batting average is pretty insane yeah for for my for my uh yeah it is it is pretty crazy uh all i have to say is xerxes platform uh no i (laughs) uh no uh, kind of coming back to to like this this major point i think is is how do you stay enticed with age of sigmar how do you stay engaged when you kind of are factionless i don't faction like if you're the bone splitters guy you love the feral magic orc you know six months ago prior to like a soup tome announcement with the war clans book you know how were you like man i freaking love my tribal magic and my or my arrow boys and stuff how do you stay engaged with that is it do you really just kind of what you were talking about a little bit earlier you have to you you have to go those extra miles you got to find the tyler uh the tyler like website out there and 
Yeah, it's, I don't know, like, for the most part, it's been, like, kind of clicking along. Like, I kind of live in my own little sandcastle, um, which all ironies abound. Um, and that's been something that, like, I've kind of had this little carrot at the end of the stick for me. Um, I was able to build up my own narrative, which I think is really important for anybody when they're building their own army. Um, and I was able to have this little thing in the back of my mind being like, well, maybe this might happen. Maybe these rumors that I like will be the ones that are true. Because mm -hmm. there were rumors that like they were going to bring back the Sphinx Kick, going to bring back Tomb Guard, and going to bring back the uh, Necropolis Knights, um, Sepulchral Soccer's Dual Kit, and have that be like the backbone build off of. Like you said, like Nighthawk. Those were only like, made in 2011. Yeah, like Nighthawk. Like, I thought that like that was kind of like my hope, prayer, dream that would happen. Mm -hmm. um, but then it didn't. And it landed with a thud. Well, you, you, like, I, I mean, was, I think you're taking it. I, I mean, I, I love you, Tristan. I, I, I truly do. Like, yeah. on, in, in terms of the community, I have, like, really met a lot of friends, great people throughout it. But, like, I have, I probably have a top five list, and you're, you're on it. You and <laughs> Coach, and sorry, everyone else in chat. Um, but, like, <laughs> And Andrew, other Andrew doesn't count because he's in my club, and I know him outside of the game. But like, he doesn't no, like, count because he's actually my. Friend. Yeah, because he's like no, and that's the thing is like you meet strangers online, and then how do you form bonds with them? And that like last outside, you know, outside the game. Now you're planning trips to like, well, let's go both go to this tournament together. You know, that sort of thing is that's a that's yeah. another layer. I I've played competitive games i've been around the convention scenes of anime and video games from the evos and the, and the paxis and the various anime conventions my whole life and the number of people i've made in those various circles that i've bonded with as intensely as age of sigmar players pales in comparison um it it's 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 it, like i can't i have theories on why it works that way but i i truly Maybe it's partly it's me. It's my age now. I'm starting to get up there where I'm like, I, I need these stronger bonds. Or, but I don't think so. Again, I've been a nerd my whole life. So. Yeah, and the, like, it's harder to make friends when you're not, like, whenever you're an adult. It's just mm -hmm. straight up true. Like, I don't have as many friends as I used to. And quite frankly, the Age of Sigmar community has been incredible. Like, I, I lost my job, and within 24 hours, I had somebody saying, hey, do you want to move across the country? I'll get you a job with my company. Shout out to LLV. Like, it's just incredible. Like, the people that you can meet here will just accept you for who you are because you have this kind of, you have this thing that makes up so much of your core ideal of how you think things should go in life because of how large of a concept this war game is. It's insane. Even like, even the filthiest players I know are like... It, I, I feel like it's not my story to share, but even the filthiest players I know get excited about sculpts. Does that make sense? Where you're like, you, oh, like there's, there's the, like, the, like the tournament whack guy who only cares about winning, and then they're just like, I hate playing this army, even though it's the best army, because I hate the sculpts. You, like, you, you watch that oh, yeah, happen. Every, everybody... Everybody hates Fletcher Eater Sculpts. Like, that's just it. Like, do you like ghouls? You're lying. You're lying to yourself. Don't <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. 
Like, <laughs> oh man, like you can't even, they're just fleshy blobs of, of, of like monotony and you can't even distinguish I like, them. I like to think of them like this. They are the death version of fire slayers. Yes. They're, and like, they're yeah, just the, they're the, they're the poop emoji with bones sticking out. These yeah. are my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, they're because uh, they are naked. They are naked sculpts as well as like because fire slayers are naked baby men, and you have naked baby vampires, and like they're just not. I can't weave pants. <laughs> I can't weave pants. I don't. Pants are a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like I. Tell who Patrick looks. He looks so good in his jeans. With just pants and boots. If I if I end up painting, Gotrick, whatever the heck his last name is, a son. Uh, gun, I'm definitely putting. Uh, I'm definitely putting that little selvage denim line on that jean. Oh yeah. Oh, he's because oh, he's yeah. rocking tight jeans. Because he he knows he knows how to he knows how to work it. <laughs> that's a very that's a very fine like right hand spun will like selvage denim like that's. Oof. Like he doesn't wash that for three months and hits it with the vinegar so it locks in the fade. There you go. Probably got some fine ass. Listen to these advanced hobby strats for your IRL going on right now <laughs> like how to get like those how to get those pristine jeans yo listen i've been posting <laughs> on a lot of really weird forms for my entire life shout to super future let's get it yeah uh, right on but yeah i don't know it's 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 tough to build continuously your own narrative whenever there's no light at the end of the tunnel like mm-hmm. i know for me in the last probably two weeks ever since that announcement i had this like huge downward downward like shyish nadir spiral that i just felt like everything was sucking in and i kind of get hit with a what's the point well like, why am i investing so much time into this whenever this sucks well i mean it's it's like, like I, I yeah table flip I, I i like that we we got your like a little bit of your origin story and how you like the 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 personality of the army really is what resonated mm-hmm. kind of early for you and how do you capture personality for an army going forward you know with 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 some of these ancillary things but that's not even the point like you took it i mean dan dan um uh i don't know if i should say last names but on 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 twitter he was kind of ambivalent he's just like meh like every response was just meh for the most part regarding a lot of this this Ossiac born reapers okay we go, go we on. have to pay respects to the god dan brewer yeah because holy shit that man is amazing no he's great too that, that guy is not only i think the best age of sigmar player in australia like i don't feel like i'm speaking out of turn when i Co- say that coach coach can confirm he, or deny yeah um it's like, he's just a genuine person, and he's one of those guys that likes what he likes. And he took a look at the ostrich bone fuckers, and he was like, that's not Tomb Kings. Those are more guests. I know what those are. No thanks. I'll be over here playing with my wrath and my skills. And, and, and that's the thing. He's, he's, he's got a fallback plan where his, his Skaven got bumped up, and you were just all in on the Tomb Kings. Like, what... Yeah. Like, do you have a second army? Like, uh, I mean, you. I know you've been doing some stuff with a cipher for war, war cry, but uh, tie, uh, tie top for voice, but um, yeah. So the cipher, yeah, yeah. That's me trying to figure out how to actually make people look like they're not just white people with skin tones. 
Um, the I don't really have a second army. Like my second army is running my tomb kings as leeches of the gash. Yeah, that's my second army, and I don't really do that because locally, the players I play with are more narrative focused. Or, like, so you can you can just stomp a waffle <laughs> hole in them with the uh, <laughs> with the TK and stuff, or competitive yeah. games without going full LON. Right. Yeah, like I played Flesh Eater Courts last week and against, and like I won that game, and I don't know how because. I was sitting there being like, oh, I hope he doesn't do that. Oh, I hope he doesn't do that. And then it's just like, you're not going to pilot twice with your cool king on terror, guys, in Gristlegore? Okay. Yeah, I've... I, uh, it's I, just stuff like that. Like, we don't have people that play a ton. Like, I wish I could play more. I don't get a chance to play as much as I'd like to. Um, but since I've played with Tomb Kings for however many years now, I've got a handle on the army. And um, it's just like, I'm able to have a good game. It can be fun for both people. Like, it's a little bit annoying because, like, mine's kind of like a little dirge where it's just like, oh, oh, you think you're done? Here's more skeleton. Here's more sneaky yeah. skeleton. The, the attrition. Yeah, the attrition game. Yeah. yeah, I, I, um, I've beaten Skaven. I have a 100% win rate against Skaven right now, and I, uh, I don't deserve it. You know, I, I, like, I simply don't deserve it because, uh, the LGS, like, the directly LGS are, like, Warhammer Fantasy players. They still call Age of Sigmar Warhammer Fantasy, to put it in perspective. And, like, I just, sh yeah, you know, I show up and then they just, and, like, I, like, I don't even, like, play really hard as Nails lists, at, or at all. Yeah. And then I just, and then, like, we have games and usually it's pretty one-sided and, and, like, I feel bad and I bring softer lists and stuff like that. And it's, like, you're not, I don't even think they think of the it game. This, and, and I'm, like, I'm not, I'm personally not getting like good reps in because I want to go to tournaments and I want to not have my imposter syndrome kick in every single time I show up to a tournament and I, I have a losing record, you know, I'm like, I know, I know this game and that I'm good at this game, but like then that other part happens. Like I don't, so like I'm not getting quality reps at the LGS anymore. And so now like I get my most quality reps at a tournament and I never make the same mistake twice and stuff like that and so i do feel i'm getting better and better but it's like i've checked out for my lgs scene now like i'm completely yeah. checked out i have to drive an hour to get a good i i i like the the owner of the store so i go in there i buy all my like consumables i call them uh yeah. locally but and i have i like i if i ever route my tickets past his place of business uh nice little mortise engine there um if I ever like, I'll write my, I, I'll route my tickets past his place of business and go in and talk to him and, and I'll buy stuff from him and because I like him, I love him, but he's a forty k player, and so he like humors me every times I have every time I have an Age of Sigmar conversation, he's just humoring me. He, thank you so much for that follow like, there, symbol. One of my favorite people that I never get to play is the guy who works at the local game store at Les, and he's mostly a forty k guy. Like he has some, um. Age of Sigmar stuff, and, like, he's so much fun to play with, but it's just, whenever you're trying to have those in-depth, ridiculous, like, AOS conversations with yes. somebody who's yes. more, like, a tertiary AOS player, it's kind of hard. Yeah, like, I mean, like, like... And, like, Les even plays Age of Sigmar. Like, he's kicked my ass with his Slaves of Darkness before, which is amazing. Right. Um, but it's, like, it's hard to have those conversations with people whenever they 
aren't as into it as you are. It's like trying to talk to like my dad's a huge college basketball guy, but I'm really into the NBA because I like people who make shots. Like that's my thing. I, mm-hmm. I think it's a cool thing. The thing goes in the thing. Um, and so like you're speaking a similar language, but it's not quite the same. Right. Like right. if you if you decide to wake up early these days, you can watch FIBA basketball, and that's the um, international basketball. It's like played by different rules, so like if you're watching it. It very like the shape of the game is similar, but not quite there when it comes to talking about professional basketball. So like different things are more important, and that's why talking to a 40k player about like HOA, H of Sigmar stuff is pretty tough. Because like you're speaking such a similar language, but it's a like it's a circle going into a square hole, just like just doesn't quite work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I um I still do, dig the LGS man, and I, I continuously give him my money for again the consumables. I I any big box orders. I I'm sorry, I have two kids. I I got to order online. Um, but but I hey, I mean that's the mini stuff. He's a dude. Yeah, he is a dude. He is the dude. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't like. Yeah, continue. No, no, no. I, I just, um, no. He's, he's a great dude. Um, mental reps are great. Um, I, I mean, I'm a theory crafter, which is why I think I'm pretty on, on point with my like meta predictions and, and stuff like that. Is because I'm, I'm, I see the game very well, and I see, uh, I've played games my entire life. I've been a, a DM or GM, whichever your preferred vernacular is, of tabletop, like RPGs the vast majority of it and i'm a writer um like writers are dealing patterns and rules and like i just i see all of that stuff really well like i'm the person you hate watching a movie with because i sit down and in the establishing shot i figured it out like it's called andrewing around in this 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 town it's called oh i just andrewed the movie like molly it's so bad because i've taught molly how to like certain things or she notices like just simple thing like premise like prem or uh uh expectation and subversion or premise and proving the premise and i've taught her those two tricks to like plots and so now she can notice every scene what's the premise um what's the expectation and how will they subvert it and so like she can do it now through like the whole and i'm like so you just start to like feel terrible (laughs) but uh that's uh that's uh uh that's completely off script here. <laughs> Talking AOS, equating it to how I ruin movies for my wife. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but like, so what's your, what's your path forward here? Um, because I, I, I honestly don't know. Like right now, I mean, I, I'm looking at this majestic as fuck, uh, bone giant, you know? So obviously this yeah, has I'm to get of... finished. I've got a couple things that like I really want to finish up. I really want to get done, and like I'm pretty inspired by still. Like I have a um, Jim King's Warcry Warband that I'm working on using Legion Dash Rule because whatever. Yeah, uh, um, that's what Warcry is—is is hobby small scale. Off, yeah, and like I want to finish off that uh, Bone Giant because he looks dope as hell, and I think it's gonna be fun to have that for my local scene because we're going to start doing um, war cry like weeknights and I'm just I don't know I'm not really sure the big thing for me is I'm trying to find that spark again because like 
I, for the most part, like had a pretty large beating heart, like pretty big flame for what I've been doing. But I stupidly got my expectations up for the tithe announcement. Like I, like I was down. I was like, okay, listen. Maybe I won't like it. Maybe it's fine. Whatever. And there are a couple more leaks. There are a couple more little things. I got a little whisper from the little bird being like, they're going to bring back those kits. And I was like, Ooh. And then I was pulled all the way back in about like two weeks before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the one video where it opens where he's talking about being basically loyal to Nagash. I'm like, I don't think this is Tomb Kings, which is where I was at. Yeah, but for me, it was like, okay, this is how they get them into the universe. Like, I can explain it away. Then the second video, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I guess not. And the third video, I was like, oh, okay, well, that guy's kind of cool looking. And then the fourth video, I was like, oh, God. Those faces. Well, so the uh, one, the... <laughs> The the uh, the night haunt was it the night haunt video or the the malign portents where there's the monster and the tide behind the stormcast and there's a pic, a very pretty famous picture. Gosh, man, coach, help me out. You're more of a lore guy than me. There's a there's a picture in one of the early like teasers from last year, uh, where it's got like a monster in the wave and it's got a stormcast model or not a stormcast model but a stormcast character fighting some death character. And it's like, we haven't seen the monster in the tidal wave yet. And was, Are you talking about the one that was just, like, released for Forbidden Power? Maybe that's it. Forbidden Power? Is it big? Like, is the color green? Uh, maybe? Um, because if so, that's from Forbidden Power, and that's supposed to be, like, Catacross. Catacross, because it doesn't look like Catacross to me in the, in the wave. No, it doesn't. doesn't and so, either. And, like, to me, it looked like a Lich Priest. Like, yeah, and so the rumors are that, like, either Catacross has a... Yo, right on. The the rumors are is that, like, Catacross is going to have a Marathi-like quality to to him, where he's got, like, a like another form you put down. Um, or that, you know, there's nine Mortarks, right? Mm-hmm. And we've got, you know, the, the core three, uh, Archon, I'm, uh, Archon the Black, uh, Neferata, and... <clears throat> Manfred. <laughs> um, sorry, I had something in my throat there. And then now you've got uh, this dude. You still have five other Mortarks to come. So, like, I don't want to say there's hope for TK because I just, I don't, I've always been of the mind that they're, I have, I have, I have two takes on it, but you have five other Mortarks to come. I think your way to getting the TK aesthetic is through Boom Mephisto. I think your way of getting the TK aesthetic is through Archon's Inevitable Betrayal. I because because he's got so. the Camry, he's got the Camry. Oh yeah, Olander, right? I forgot about her. So we got four more to come. Yeah. Um, but you've got the uh, see, there's your Archon there. Well, let's knock the dust off this old Archon and all spiderwebs. Yeah. So four more Tarks left. Yeah. So like, just looking at him, he's got the headpiece. He's. It's not that Camry. Like it's not that. Not not Camry enough. Could be more no, Camry. Like he has the same plates as the bone fucker. The Morgas, yeah, it's it's, it's Morgas like again. It's just that he has skulls on things, yeah. and he has like he's got that little frill up the back, but he's not like it doesn't echo the same things that the like, 
say the bone giant that I have here. Oh, metal as hell. Straight up does. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Like, and like, I, like, this bone tithe has kind of extinguished my hope for the future for my army to have a chance to be come back, to come back into AOS proper. Hmm. Well, it, um, it, the joke I made, uh, sort of tone deaf wise about how like AOS is a, is a party and you have people standing outside the window, like looking in at the party and, and a lot of people, that, that, that picture that I posted, yeah, yeah you posted. posted the picture and like, so you're, you're right now you're, you're actually at the glass, like looking in and it's raining on you currently. And this is yeah, not, the, this is not the direction I wanted to go with tonight's stream, by the way, it's, but it, Hey, commissary is therapy too. So let's go. Uh, <laughs> um, I see. I I think there's a fraternity to factions, and I don't mean fraternity oh, as in as in like the patriarchal sense. I mean family, f like fraternal, like where where you have like IJ players, for instance, are the most I think like just loyal of probably anybody. Just as a like a total, like you have in any faction, you have like your most loyal players of tk of of empire of whatever but ij as a whole like you walk into an lgs you know an orc player you know like that <laughs> that's the orc player you know like you go to the tournaments like the guy screaming Wah! like yep he's always been an orc player you know like you know orc players With now and forever yeah and I'll and so like and and they played through their, their ebbs and flows of their army being pretty awesome. They did the mixed destruction thing. IJ was really getting pretty down and out the last pair of GHBs. And now they're, they're with the most recent one, they're pretty good in a pretty good place and looking forward to an even better place with the new tome coming out. That'll hopefully give them a couple extra tools. And now, boom, they're a powerhouse again. <laughs> Snowburb. Um, so, so like... There's like a, a a fraternity I feel between factions. Like I'm I'm a I'm a death player because I, as we kind of established early on in the show, uh, I picked up where I left off before the like the true divide, right? Yep. And to me, death is death. Um, I know Cetra's got his like little quarrel, but he was a retcon anyway, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> Nagash needed a better backstory, so they wrote Cetra. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess yeah, yeah. They wrote an actually interesting character. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, um, but uh, no. So like, to me, death is death, and so I feel like a great deal of fraternity to to death players. I, I won my sports trophy because I got pissed off at a TGA forum that said uh, death players have the lowest sports scores. Why is that? And this dates all the way back to TK. You know. Yeah. And I'm just like, motherfucker, we're not any more of assholes than you. You just have a perception. And so, like, you know, I made it a point to prove that death players are total bros, too, or total brosettes. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> like, it's just like, it, like, so I think there's a fraternity between fra factions and, you know, obviously with Grand Alliances. But as the game gets more refined, you have more factions. You have more, like, it's getting, the groups are getting smaller. But I... Yeah, I do think that like you have that those those base allegiances. So, do you still feel like you're like a death player? Like I am a death player, or are you uh, TK first? Uh, like as time's gone on, I feel like I'm more TK first than a straight up Grand Alliance death player. As much as people like to make that joke, um, 
Fair enough. Like, for me, there is a pretty big divide on the way the two armies play. Like, I played Legions of Nagash. I played Tomb Kings. Well, you have a shooting phase for one. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> kind of. God. That went away. Thanks, GHP 2018. Um, and it's just, like, it's... Like, to me, they're very different. It's like if you play um, Bone Splitters versus Iron Jaws. Like, they're still orcs, totally. Like, right. No, this is a good, good, good Like, it's, good, two, good it's two sides of the same point. Um, and I used to feel more like a just general death player, but as things have been more couched, and to be honest, the uh, Honest Wargamer kind of made me feel like I should pick a side. Weird. Because about, like, well, not, not so much. Like, about a year and a half ago, Rob kind of started championing this idea of picking an army to do for a year and doing it all year long and just diving into it and then being like, okay, that was my army for this year. And, like, just to be a bit more team-oriented, like, just to bring back the sports analogies that I love so much. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I was generally a death fan. Like, if you're into football it'd be like okay i really like the nfc like generally that kind of like those teams are kind of like the teams that i like to concentrate on for me that was i like death i like figuring out what death does i like the mechanics of the army but after a bit i was like okay let's let's suck this in a little bit more like oh i'll concentrate more on the tomb kings and more on that play style and figure out more of the idiosyncrasies of people so like i started just playing Tomb Kings every chance I got. Real quick, Molly needs me downstairs. Okay. Uh, can you okay. finish your thought without me, or? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Chat, keep him engaged. I don't. I don't need no man. <laughs> need no man. Um, for me, the the big thing was being able to concentrate on that force to be able to go down to the brass tacks of it. Like, I started practicing my deployments. I started figuring out the little idiosyncrasies of each list that I could write solely with Tomb King. Instead of flicking back and forth like I was doing, um, like every second game, I was probably doing weeks of the gash just to figure it out. It's like a brand new fancy battle tome, and I even converted up some grave sites. Um, but I just decided just to hone it down just to suck in that little bit more my concentration, my thought process, my creative process just on like what I want my Tomb King's army to be. To me, that was the fulcrum. That was the modus operandi. It was like the thing that really made me love the hobby was this army, the way that it played and the way that I got enjoyment from it. Like I, I never was interested in like painting actual dire wolves or zombies or corpse card or anything like that. To me, like, body horror is not that interesting. Um, to me, it was the play style of Tomb Kings that I found super interesting because they had so many options. I was able to concentrate more on chariots, which are such a mobile anvil, and like, you can absolutely stick a six-pack of those into just about anything. and They're not going anywhere unless something goes horribly wrong with rolls. Or you have options. Like, there's so many battle line options in a Tomb King's army that it makes other ones look laughable. Like, Caradron Overlord, Caradron Overlords has one, Tomb King's has four. Like, 
the possibilities to just stick inside this faction and just play it for years were wide open. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to walk through that door. I'm going to try to build all the units for it. I want to build a max unit of just about everything. And I want to try out the different play styles because they have the super mobile army. They have the really big blobs. They have the big heavy hitters. And they have shooting, which is something that for a long time in the game wasn't a big deal, but I always thought it was something that I could get into a little bit later. Like, I know that it would take a fair bit of conversion work, and, like, I've got a bunch of old skeletons that I need to snap off, like, snap apart, like, mine for bits, but um, I thought that it was something I'd be able to do for a super long time, but as the games progressed, I kind of... Well, you said Rob like, got on... Behind. You said Rob got on the kick of, like, sticking with an army for a year. How, how yeah. on a linear scale, for no reason of, like, 1 to 12, <laughs> how well have you th- have you executed that? Um, I'd say I've failed at the one-year part. Okay. Um, but I've stuck with it pretty, like, ever since I made that decision that I'm going to sort of follow that lead that the Honest War Gamer crew set out. Um that I've stuck with it. Like, I think I've played maybe one game, maybe two games of Legions of the Gash. A couple of liars isn't going to break it, but... No, but, like, the thing is, like, like it was just that that core idea of, I'm just going to play Tomb Kings, I want to get good at playing these guys. I feel like I have a handle on this army. Well, and you and you, you mentioned you've got a handle. Now I do. LGS, yeah, like you're you're beating Flesh Eater Quartz and and just stuff because you do you do see the army from that that third dimension. The sticking with an army for a year perspective isn't just a, a honest wargamer Rob thing. Like in Magic the Gathering, we recommend it's more about archetypes than specific decks in Magic the Gathering. But sticking with an archetype for a year because then you get to like learn that next tier. Or like if you're a rushdown player in Street Fighter, play rushdown characters so that you sure, learn. Uh, Rushdown is Ken. Get in your face and try to beat you real fast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You have like sort of like zoning characters that like play play from a distance and try to zone. You have con- there's a bunch of different stuff. Projectile characters, yada yada yada. Um. Yeah. So yeah. like there there's different yeah exactly yeah yeah um so there's there's that concept exists in a lot of competitive gaming. Where you, but a lot of it has to do with, and I don't know Rob's full take, but a lot of it from those other perspectives is is how you see the game, as like mm-hmm. from a rules and knowing if you know your four battle line, and you know then KO only has one, and you understand the impact on list building from that now because you know how your army is, and then you can compare it to other armies. And you learn all those extra, extra details about it that if you play an army for three months, you know, you, you hobby it, you paint it, you, you've, you've got a great turnover, you don't have kids, you, you turn over an army in about three months, and you take it to a couple tournaments, and then you're on the next army in the next three months, and so on and so forth. You never get that, like, that coming at an army from a different angle perspective, where you have problems you can't deal with, and you have to figure them out from a limited perspective, the, the best way to get mm-hmm. people to solve a problem is to put them in a box. S- give them constraints. Yeah. And then they'll... 100%. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in writing, I'm way better with a deadline than I am without a deadline. In in school, if you say, write about anything, uh, think of how much people procrastinate versus if you say, hey, write this. 
You know, like it, it's giving people a, a box to work in helps them think outside of it. Yeah, and I think that's something that create like creatively is what you should do. Um, even when it comes to your own narratives, like I know we we're talking about play styles, we're talking about more the gaming aspect of it. I think it applies to. I, yeah, yeah, like. It, like, it can apply to just about everything that you do. Like, I know whenever I was a drummer in, like, an indie rock band, like, for me, it was, I'm just going to try to get into the pocket, do as simple a thing as I can do, and my whole thing is I want to do simple. I know the band, The Hives, um, for the longest time, their whole thing was, we want to play as fast and as simply as possible. Then after a bit, they switched to, I just want to play as hard as humanly possible. And that was just the point of their writing like that was how they came about it and that's why they i, I fucking respect that <laughs> i yeah. respect that and like it's just like oh i'm just gonna play hard do do a simple thing well this is my thing yeah do a simple thing well it's like the jap it's like the quote-unquote japanese way of doing things that like pick something and you're just gonna hone it down until it's absolutely perfect or yeah. you're just gonna pick something and become the master of it and yeah. I'm not trying to say I'm like a master at Doom Kings or anything like that. Like I'd say, I'd say you are. Uh, look at this fucking chariot here. <laughs> yeah, the, I like that chariot. Yeah. Um, but like for like for me, like I know there's people that play Doom Kings better than I do. Like I still have to make sure. It's like, do they move eight or do they move ten? Because I have an That's idea reps. in my head visually of how far things go. Like it's funny because like I played them so much, I don't remember the exact number, but spatially i know how far this unit goes that's that's reps and that's taking the uh the linear thought and applying it to a three-dimensional space that's that just comes with reps i mean you you know your army in and out so like you you will get more quality reps every time you play that army than if you don't know your army whatsoever and you just go and play it so like i but i'd say you're an expert on tomb kings like you've you've got a good lineage of it the modeling you're a hobby hero I don't know if you've you've acquired your hobby hero status, uh, or if you think you have. But I mean, you inspire me. What are you talking about? Like, look at this. Look at the, the basing, the color is use here. Um, like, sure. I like how you managed to make gold not gaudy, but distinctly gold. That's tough to pull off. And then you even have it reflected in the bird's wings, but with a natural tan that plays into that that shimmer yeah. of the gold. Like, this is good stuff. Another visual interesting. You've got the sort of, like, uh, the, the, the red face here. But then you've got... It's a distinctly red from all the other reds you use throughout the model. But it, because you have that red dappled throughout the mantle on the uh, on the lich back here, like, it carries your eye in this diagonal pattern, like, right through it. And diagonal symmetry is literally what you're supposed to do with painting. That's why they teach you the tic-tac-toe board. I don't know if you know about that, but they teach you the tic-tac-toe board. Okay, for photography, it's a big thing is you have a tic-tac-toe board, and the focus of your image should be at the middle, and then you play with that wherever you put the eye. Oh, yeah. I know rule of thirds. Like, I'm, like, I have a photography degree. I was a professional photographer for about three and a half years. I did mostly lifestyle, and then I moved into wedding photography, but... I never really thought about extrapolating that onto color placement on the models. Yeah. For me, it was I wanted to create triangles because that's something I learned from Vince at Warmer Weekly. Like, I just watched a whole bunch of Vince's videos and I took some things from there. And that's 
kind of how my painting style right. evolved. I know, like, I find it kind of mind-blowing when people tell me that they love my stuff or, like, they've, like, they've seen my army online and they talk to me about it, like, mostly online. Um, and it's always like, wait, what? Really? You like that? Yeah, no, I mean, you. it looks great, man. You're, you, you're, you're rocking it. I, I think that these Azerite ruins could use a little work. I don't know about the, the green on green, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, like, you could have a little tan in that column there, right in the ribboning. Uh, <laughs> well, like, the, actually, the funny no, thing is I'm no, actually I'm being a thinking dick. about repainting that... Uh, whatever. I, I actually want to go back and repaint that um, pillar to match some ruins that I'm building right now to actually to make it more of a sandstone so that way it doesn't detract the eye from the rest of the model but still because that, that um, green's pretty high high contrast to the rest there's no grad there's no gradient to it so it's like here is green and then the rest of it's like so perfectly uh, yeah and so like I'm trying to find a balance and like that's what's important for me is I'm trying to put at least in three different places a certain color and that green's just in the one um, and that's something again that I just got from watching well, that's, videos, that's yeah, like right. trying to like just trying to figure out stuff. Um, so I mean, so like I I spend my AOS time is mostly devoted to having opinions about Age of Sigmar, and 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 like I uh, I think everyone like kind of like commits themselves to certain aspects of it. If you if you're not if you don't live in an area where you just have an abundance of games or quality, you know, like if I lived in Milwaukee, I'd play twice a week. You know. <laughs> Um, I live outside of Milwaukee North by an amount, but like, so I have to commit myself to other, other areas, which is whatever you commit yourself a lot to the hobby. So naturally you're going to have a talent in it because uh, art is a skill. You, you can just refine get it. in reps. It's yeah. Like, you get the reps. It's like a jump shot, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You've put in the reps on your hobby and stuff like that too. So, so I, I mean, you, humility is a virtue, but this is great work. No. Uh, you, you do good work and, and so, thank you. I really appreciate that. No, I, I love it. You've inspired me too. Like I've, I've, I've looked at, I've looked at you, some of your stuff. I, I, I know we had the request to put up the, the chariot, but I want to, I want to bring back up your, yeah. your giant here. From Master Margo. Is it Magro or is it Margro? Magro. Ma okay. I mean, he's got an accent, so it could be anything. I have no idea. Um, but with this, and, and I don't think this is the, this one's like obvi obviously it's not complete here. But I love that I can see the 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 brain working where the bone itself is. Uh, what you look at and you go, this is bone. This is not bone. This is the armor. This is the exterior. And then hmm. what this this model really is is you've got this green here, and yeah. I, I love that. Like it's it's, it's kind. Yeah, go. Uh, well, no, you continue. No, it's 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 playing with your expectations. You look at the bone giant model and you're like i'm gonna see and then like oh sh oh crap like there's this another layer uh layer to this um i like the green i like that you get this color variance in in here um the sort of like fetid corpse thing with the green is is really cool too um the it actually became inspired from some shopty that i have show up let's see bam you need to there you go we need a little little bit of a light Right anyway, on. Um, so that green actually came inspired from wanting to do more of like a jade sculpture. And like I wanted to have a super bright, punchy color because I know that's something that I remembered that 
well, not so much I remembered, but that's something that I like in any kind of uh, miniature war game. Like, I like bright colors. The core, like, the core idea of this army was to make super rad skeletons that are going to surf Hang 10 and then dunk on your ass as they whoop you. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't want it. Like, I've seen for years all, like, the darker, dour, more, like, grim-looking uh, Tomb Kings models, and I always thought that they would have looked way better if they were way more electric and, like, they had more life to them. Mm-hmm. Because, in my mind, I'm seeing, like, all the turquoises. I'm seeing all the, like, super bright, beautiful colors that come from um, that Egyptology exhibit exhibit that I saw when I was seven. Like, to me, that's just an explosion of color and, like, dark contrast. Oh, yeah, like, the, the burial shawls Playing. are, like, super intricate and stuff. Yeah, and, like, I always thought it was weird that it was like, oh, here's a dark red one, and here's some black. Please enjoy. To me, like, this army screams to get color put on it. And I just really love the opportunity to be able to do it. You find I, ways to work it I, in. I love it. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I'm going to do it. Screw it. I'm going to do it the way that I want Look, you even have this, I love the little silver strap for the foot, and you find really good logical places to, to get the colors in. So, like, we got the foot strap silver, and then, like, that's actually in the uh, the sort of tabard there in the center. And, I mean, you just, yeah. you look at, you find a color in the model, and it brings you to a different section of the model. So that's really, uh, I mean, pardon the pun, but that's really fucking metal. <laughs> uh, Damn metal, kid. Um, yeah, like with the metallics, like I like to have a bunch of warm, but I always like try to work in a little bit of cooler metals. Like that was supposed to be kind of like a little bit of an interplay with the blue tabard. That's also like the blue gems. Like I wanted to kind of keep that big sweep that has your eyes that sort of like blazes over the blue. Then the other colors are what you pick up. Yeah, and as you move up, it gets warmer too. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, right now, I'm currently battling with myself and with some recommendations that I have because I'm really lucky. I'm in a bunch of groups of people that I think are amazing painters and whose color um, theory and like what, like placement I really respect. Like, um, like there's a Tomb Kings WhatsApp group that I think is full of the best hobbyists that I know. Mm -hmm. A bunch of the Neo guys over in um, uh, the UK, like Tyler Mengels and that um, Vince, Ventrilla from Ventrilla, I I, I say Ventrilla and he hasn't he hasn't corrected me yet. That's it. I think it's Ventrilla, but um, but like Vince is on the group and like I'll just be like, hey, what do you guys think? Should I do it this way or that way? And I had a whole bunch of people tell me I should do his face white for the uh, Bone Giant, and in my head it's like, but his head, but his face is green. I uh, see. I was thinking green, green too. Like this is logical. Yeah. Okay. But... All right. Well, I'm just. But I'm. I'm. I'm not a. I. I'm not a hobby hero. I have no idea. Gavin. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I think green because because the whole the body like I almost look at like he's like he's the green body and stuff and he's got all the accessories on top and. Yeah. Um, but that's. That, that's um, yeah. So. That's just that. Sure. So. So is. I mean, my rule. Is the hobby a good link to carry your Tomb Kings forward? Do you think? Because the visual you talk about, like the 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 Egyptology site, I'm, is is that is that not enough? 
Like it's you don't know because I know you don't always want to be bashing everything. This is goes back to earlier on pick an army you like the aesthetic well, of, right? Like the thing is, I'm a really positive person just in life. Like it's one of the things that I feel really lucky that my like brain is switched not. on to. <laughs> I'm not po- like I like I'm posy as fuck. I'm twee as fuck. Like I just want to do really cute, nice things and do and have fun doing it. Like, I have to work like real my, hard. <laughs> that, that's, that's like how I yeah I, I know it's funny because like I'm always drawn to people that have a bit more darkness to them um, which I feel like you do in a good way I, I'm I'm I am how do I put it I am self-aware of my darkness and yeah <laughs> like, and like I think it's really important to be self-aware and like I'm self-aware of my ability to just be like no it's fine ooh stars colors oh. man like this, this this fucking purple. Who would have thought to put purple on this glider? And then you're just like, bam, purple, and you made it work. Like, sorry, uh-huh. go on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a, a lot, a lot of my decisions, I just go with gut instinct and be like, I guess this is where this color goes. Yeah. For this army, I tried to pick three major pillars um, to go with. I was, knew I was gonna have a ton of bone and gold, which is kind of like a yellowy white, and then I wanted to have two other colors. I wanted to have. Uh, Purpley pink, which is mostly based off of uh, screamer pink, and then I was gonna have another blue color, and with that I ended up going with a uh, Sotek green or like Temple Guard blue, and like I wanted to have that like nice little triangle of mm-hmm. colors where it's like okay two, like a warm one or two which are gonna be fairly dominant, and then with a cooler one or two, because screamer pink has a bunch of blue in it, and obviously the blues are like super green and blue and i wanted to have that um that interplay between warmer colors and uh cooler colors and then i wanted to push the contrast after a while because that's something that i came excuse me snowbird taking me for juicy ipas yeah i i is this one of those juicy i I says juicy ipa does it have a citrus quality to it But this isn't the missing Jimbo show, and this isn't cold enough. Um, or, or I, okay, hang on, Wisconsin. We're allowed to talk about our beers. <laughs> um, uh, true. And I even said it's super Wisconsin. I was like, beers, <laughs> beers. <laughs> it was oh, the most God. Midwest oh. accent I've had on the show. Beers. It was like it's just uh, anyway. It's like it's spelled now, with an I E. Now, now, now you know when we're beers. Beers there. Yeah. Right oh, so good. Beer's there, don't you know? Yeah. Yeah, up there. Right, delicious. Right. Oh, uh, I'm gonna 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 head down there, over there, uh, uh, Prince Edward Island. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, I love Wisconsin. Oh god. I, um, whenever, I, whenever I was, oh god. Um, oh god. Oh my, 19, oh my gosh. Uh, my, oh my gosh. Okay, so I have a deep spiritual connection. Um, I have a deep connection with Wisconsin itself. My grandfather lived there for years. He lived in Appleton. Um, and so we went down, we visited once or twice. And like to me, Wisconsin was always this nice place that my grampy was from, who I didn't get to see as much as I'd like, obviously. Um, and we ended up going there whenever he passed away. And I was uh, 21, 22 after he passed away. And I ended up just being able to like just go by myself to a just a local dive bar and i ended up having 
the nicest, sweetest time with a whole bunch of buddies in like camo, and they're sitting there just drinking our beers. And beers. It was yeah, just, there was beers. And it's uh, and it was just like it just really warmed my heart and made me love the place even more. Like I always knew that I liked it kind of in general because like we've been there once or twice and everybody was always super nice the countryside was really nice um but that just gave me like a whole new like appreciation for the people of wisconsin we, like, we've this, we've got our issues um the oh, reason 100%. like what like what the fuck scott walker doing what a piece of shit well he's gone um, now it's he's gone he's fucking out um thank god um shit i just lost a bunch of follows um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, if you don't want the full, if you don't want the full Mephisto, the full Andrew, then whatever. I'm a man of many opinions. Um, pardon me. Um, no, it's, it's like, we've got our issues, but if you, if you know how to talk to people, there's a lot of rewarding times to be had in Wisconsin. And I swear half the reason yeah, I'm, I swear half the reason I'm into sports is because it's like a universal language. I can go, I like baseball, basketball, football. I like the big three, essentially. And I, I actually really like uh, uh, soccer, go man you. But, uh, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's all based on a meme. It has nothing to do with the actual team. It's a total meme that I like them. Also my friend in high school. But uh, I won't go into it. I won't go into it. Um, no, but like you, you could go, as long as you have the right, as long as you have the right, like tongue. So like Wisconsin, you can talk football and now, uh, baseball for a long time. And now basketball, like everyone cares about how the bucks are doing. Like, which is insane. It's crazy. It's the The buck. Well, I thought about like the bucks playing the Raptors and I think about like, like my kids getting into cool mascots. Right. And so. Uh, Colin, my son, okay, Bango yeah. is one of the best, one of the best mascots ever. And I was just about to kind of go there. Is it's, Col- like, it's Benny the Bull, and then Bango's like down here with the rest of them. Continue. Ouch. Um, <laughs> no, uh, like we, we went to Summerfest, and the the uh, the Rim Rockers, which is our uh, national award winning dunk team, was there along with Bango and uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, he's on gold. He was on Golden State Warriors. Um, big man, uh, ankle breaker, like, again, I can't recall his name. Anyway. Yeah, he... Oh, steps underneath Zaza? Yeah, yeah, Zaza. Yeah, so Zaza was a buck. Okay. Yeah, uh, Zaza was... The man with the very large forehead. Oh, yeah, he's got a five head. Um... Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so Zaza was there with a... Anyway, and Colin's, like, a year and a half or whatever, and he sees Bango, and he's just, like, into Bango. And I'm like, the mascot got him. Like, so he will, he will forever be a Bucks fan, right? And because it's like mascots, they, they get kids. They're, they're for kids because like, if you go into it as a teenager, Bucks, not very intimidating. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. I'm out. I'm out. Point of order. Yuppie is my fucking dude. Ride or die till death. He is an apomorphous blob who's orange who represented the Montreal Expos. He then got traded whenever the Expos moved down to, uh, I don't know, wherever, but the, like one of the shittiest places in the United States, National, that's it. Um, and so went my basket, my baseball fandom, 
but Yuppie got traded to another Canadian team because that's how good of a mascot he was. Continue, Bango, amazing. Let's go. Yeah, no, Bango's great. Bango is is legitimately a great mascot, actually, like in terms of what mascots do and stuff. But if you just like look at the thing that the team is like a fucking wizard for the magic and just fucking good to like you you look at like just as an adult. Like, a raptor would totally whoop a deer's ass. <laughs> you know, like, a wizard would beat all of their asses. Like, <laughs> you, Just like this year's playoff. God, I can't even. Too soon. Too soon. Like, like you. I think about, like, the things I would like as an adult to get me into the game. Like, I'd be like, a fucking wizard? Yeah! I'm gonna be a wizard fan! But it's not about that when you think about, like, the way that the community outreach and the mascots go down. And I, I just find that to be an interesting little interplay with with the sports. Where is the skeleton mascot? It's it's uh skeleton. Out. I have an answer for this. Um, the answer is Pelican's original mascot, or I think it's Big King Baby for New Orleans. And he's <clears> a terror. <throat> like he's basically a flesh eater court. It's fucking terrifying. It's. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's straight nightmare fuel. But the original Pelicans mascot and the original, uh, or the still Big King Baby or whatever his name is, straight up nightmare fuel. Um, yeah, I don't awesome. know. But bringing awesome. it back, like when it comes to mascots, like each and every AOS thing has its own mascot. Ma Crusher, totally the like, IJ mascot, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my god, can you imagine a, a Ma Crusher, but as like oh, a like mascot? a like a oh, bouncing, oh yeah, flapping, right? oh yeah, and like Ooh. and like you know how like the 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 uh, switching sports here, but like the Broncos actually uh, actually have or no, it's the Colts have an actual horse on the field or whatever. Yeah. Like the Ma Crusher, like they have like a fucking animatronic <laughs> like Ma Crusher or something. <laughs> it's, it's just a bulldog that's painted green. Oh yeah, like. It, <laughs> It's like a bulldog, and he's got the little cabbage wings. <laughs> That'd be great. Probably right up there. Yeah, the the big city crushes, the big city maw crushes. Like, oh man, this well, is what... That, 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 that sounds like that mini stomp uh, fantasy football league they started up. You all ready for this? <gasps> Bad at that. <laughs> like, it's just like they come out. Yeah, like, uh, so what... So the faction mascot of, of uh, Tomb Kings... Like just, yeah. just bring it back in. What what's the Tomb Kings? I don't think it's Necrosphinx. Necrosphinx is super iconic, but it's collectible. Yeah. It's got to be more identifiable. You know what I'm saying? It's like I think I don't like Tomb Kings are funny because I feel like there's a couple different paragons for it, right. Like you could have just like a skeleton chariot could just be the mascot wheeling up being like eight. Yeah, but like, you got to have a kid high five it. You got to have a kid high five it, and it's got to shoot T-shirts at some point. I think it might just be Cetra. Just Cetra? Legit. I do not kneel. And, and oh, like, and the fans don't kneel. They stand up defiantly. Yeah, and they always go like this. I do not kneel. Maybe. Maybe. Do you think they got a six point in? Yeah, that almost looked bad. <laughs> okay. I do not kneel. But Cetra yeah, does not serve, so I don't know. I think it's. Exactly. I, I think you're on there it, with the... It with teaches dependent. It teaches kids to believe in themselves. Like, there's a lot of great less, life lessons you can get from Cetra the Imperishable. T-shirt cannon on chariot. Yeah, I think that solves the debate right there. It's got to be the... <laughs> like, because the, the fucking, like, where they have, the like, the spinny T-shirt cannon, the, you know, where it goes in a circle, okay. and that's just on the chariot? Yo. 
Yeah, I think that solves it. Yeah, that's that one. Oh, goodness. See, um, Flesh Eater Courts has no good mascots, because it's just all, like, stupid, fleshy ghoul idiots. I don't know. They, they can figure something out. They can have the like, big baby. Like... They can have big baby ghoul. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the mascot for um, the Golden State Warriors when it was just a weird blue guy with a lightning bolt head? <laughs> that's right. Just, just like... do that, but make it a Flesh Eater Court. Oh, that's so bad. Head, and you're done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could have a t-shirt archer. Like, yeah, that'd be great. Like, one of those big nerf archer things. Like, yeah, wow. it's got a t-shirt in it and a knight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, Legion of Nagash, do we treat it as one army or several? Because that's... I think we go with one army, even though it's not... I, I, I agree, and I think it's annoying, and... Uh, it's um, got to be a Vlazda, right? Gaming. I don't know. Doesn't it? Because it's... Yeah, I think so. I think that might be the answer because it's not like anything else in that army is interesting. It's the most. It's the most impressive model. It does the most work. Yeah, and it can. It's flap it's it's kind of boring, but it's. I get, otherwise just like a literal yeah. skeleton. But then you don't. <laughs> just just oh, a, just an actual skeleton, just a super impressive skeleton. Super impressive, yeah. Yeah, like, and then we obviously have swole skeleton for the Osirich. Yeah, like thick thick. Thick skeleton spelt with two C's. Yeah. <laughs> Thick Perfect. skeletons. Um, yeah, and Fire Slayers is the one Fire Slayer model. Um, which which one? Run Overlords would be uh guy would definitely be one of the balloon boys. Except instead of a uh, instead of the balloon behind him, it's a basketball hoop, and he constantly gets dunked on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, for. Okay, wait. So for Deepian, what would it be? Would it be a turtle? I think so. Or would it be an alloplex just walking around? No, it's got to be a turtle. A turtle. Okay. It's got to be a turtle. I think the turtle's like the more interesting model. One hundred percent. Okay, so we'll go with dinosaur turtle face, whatever they're actually called. Um, hashtag I, know the name. Always I important. I the eidolon of dunk. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the, and he's got the key. Oh, the idol onto the slam. I love it. He's got like the cape <laughs> and it's just a basketball net. Hundred percent idol on dunking. Frank on the rocks. You know what's good. Frank on the rocks. Um, <laughs> so what are, what are other armies that I like to beat? Um, so what? Uh, oh, so Fate Weaver would just be one. Fate Weaver would be a mascot. A every single major corn god, like the elevated version of the exalted. Oh, dude, Bloodthirster is straight up the corn mascot, and like he's already he all his his lines of dialogue are written for him. Sure. Dunk dunks for the dunk throne, like <laughs> three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> Threes for the, the slam for the slam ball. Like tr slambo, like trays for the tray god, like <laughs> Buckets, I see that in this chat you're asking me what beer I'm drinking. I'm drinking Snowbird by the Gahan Brewery of Prince Edward Island. It's a juicy IPA, which is perfectly adequate. Juicy. I'm drinking PBR. It's not surprising to anybody. Um <laughs> 
No, I, I actually I elevated I elevated my game. I, I elevated my game for tonight's stream. Usually it's hams. Yeah. Usually it's hams. Um Sigvald the Gemnificent. I I think Oh my god, that's so good. A dunking tandem. Where she just like runs up his back and then just throws it down. Oh, that's so good. Oh my god. Okay. Sigvold the Gemnificent. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for just screaming in your ear laughing. That's oh, fantastic. I'm down. I, I, oh, I man. have 1% left on my phone. Oh, that's um, so good. Okay, so we've done all the Chaos Gods because they're pretty obvious. Because you, okay, wait, would you want a Zangor or would you want a Lord of Change? For, well, like Lord of Change, because I just, for Zinge, I just think money, money. Like, so I think a Lord of Change, like you, you hit, you hit the tray and then you get, you keep some change, you know, like, it's yeah. a little, it's a little bit of a, little bit of a, like a, uh, the beard. God damn it. Why can't I think of his name right now? James Harden. Yeah, James Harden, where he he gets the three and he always draws a foul. That's the Lord of Change. <laughs> <laughs> like six and three That's and really draws. Good, yeah. <laughs> so James it's got to it's got to be the Lord of Change. Yeah, it's got to be the Lord of Change. So he hits the three and then he gets some change by going and getting the free throw. <laughs> okay, you know what? I feel like that holds up for. Um... Uh, Jamal, Jamal Crawford, I feel like he's more of a lord of change, and he's the all-time <laughs> leader in like drawing fouls. Perfect. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I love that. Great. Shout out to Seattle. Um, goodness. Okay, so we got our chaos gods. Thank you. Um, okay, daughters of Cain. It has to be a. Uh, it can't it not be, be a blue a, side or whatever. It can't called. not be a snake lady, right? Like, it's got to be... Yeah, it has to be. 100%. Like, it has to be Snake Lady that, like, the kids can enjoy, and, like, she's got a cool tail, and she can wiggle it back and forth. Oh, yeah. Like, all the kids love it. Got a big headpiece, maybe a bow, so that way she could... The headpiece could have a a hoop on it. (laughs) There'd be a backboard. (laughs) You put a backboard on everything. Yeah, I put a backboard on, like, all of these. I put a backboard on it. Great. Just like that one uh, Portlandia skit with a bird, but instead it's a backboard. That being said, I think Cypher Lords are the perfect thing for the backboard to be placed on they, them. Yeah, we've seen the Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You know, um, it's good. I, don't, it, I can't decide if it made me like it less or more, but I'm, but yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm like, you didn't... Di- like, uh, there was a... Someone did a, a Photoshop of the uh, the Os- the uh, the, Oth- uh, the Ossiarch Bone, uh, Bone Reapers. And I'm like, this didn't dissuade me from it. Put it up... Like, they put the uh, the guy on the catapult. They put a catacross mm-hmm. on the catapult. And I'm like... I'm like... Eh, this doesn't like dissuade me. And the only thing I'm not, I'm disappointed in is the disapproving samurai man's not on there with him, and then they like put him on there too. I'm like, perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna get... mail if I end up. Okay, so let's bring it back. Let's get away from yeah, yeah. the mascots. I um, love the mascot discussion though. Tell me, chat doesn't love the mascot dis- discussion. <laughs> I don't know. My phone's dead. Wait, no, it's not. Whoops. Uh, anyway. Um, Changeling with opposing jersey shorts. <laughs> oh, definitely slow nice. Um, all right, fine. Let's let's finish this up. Okay, so let's. We did the four chaos gods. 
There's a lot of order. Yeah, this... Yeah, the okay. Let's just do cities as a battle tome. So we'll do a great sword. A great it's got to have the cod stuff. piece though, and the oh, hundred percent, hundred percent cod piece, hundred percent puppy sleeves, and he is part. And it's like it's a it's a great sword dunk team, is what's going on there. Okay, it's like a straight up like a whole bunch of people in stupid fake mustaches, including women, and they're just out there like just throwing it off the backboard. See this Huge this plan. one's just Huge fun. Plan. Yeah, yeah, it's like a team. It's a whole t- like yeah. they've got they've got like a five like a like a like a like sort of a like a penta team, and yeah, uh, they, they've got hundred percent great they horned rat like power great done okay moving on let's go to Ogors who is the Ogor mascot like, if we're gonna go with Ogors as a battle tome the entirety we're assuming people okay in there. no I've got it I've got it who's our guy. I got it. It's so instead of gut buster or like a gut buster and iron gut, it's the dunk yeah. buster, and it's just Dikembe Mutombo, the defensive like Ogor, and he just like no 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 like and, he, and so his, it's like the opposite day. You have a dunk team of like five dudes, and he just rejects them the whole time. <laughs> And he has a massive just, t-shirt cannon. Yeah, it's just like, it looks like a cannon. Like, he's hip-shooting a cannon from an actual pirate ship, you know? And it shoots, like, yeah. 12, ca- 12 shirts at the same time. He has so many costume changes for all the man-eaters! Yes! <laughs> okay, so, have you heard about the, um, Grizzly's mascot? Grizz? He's, he's just a bear. Okay. They've taken the quintessential southern wrestling shtick. So, like, you know how wrestling has, like, has always had its individual little pockets? Yes. Where wrestling no. was, like... Pretty... Do you and know so I was they... a wrestler? Why, yes. Okay. Um, I do know that you're a okay. wrestler. Okay. So, they've taken the great southern tradition of wrestling and have extrapolated it and placed it upon the framework that is mascot. So, they have season-long storylines for... The Grizz and the associated uh, sponsored mascot. That That's actually around. really awesome. I'm I'm in it's love so with that. Incredible. That's fucking great. And so like he has alter egos. I was. He has like super. <laughs> or all of a sudden he's like the hero, and then he has like the evil one, and then he has like the evil and then he has like the innocent one that comes in at the start of the season, and he evolves as the season. I was goes worried on. you were about to portray so this up. negatively, and I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Percent. <laughs> I'll pop. I'll try to find you a link to one of the most amazing stories I've ever read. Okay, yeah, and do just, that. It's breaking down the this, like the southern wrestling tradition that is within the Memphis Grizzlies mascot. It's great. Um, so that's what the Gutbusters would be. The Gutbusters would be a southern wrestling tradition wrapped up in their like pirate shtick and ninjas and like everything else. Um, I'm sold. Oh, did you see today all the um? Maybe it's yesterday. All the conversions that Peachy and several of the other Warhammer community team had done with um, Ogors. No, I see. Like I I, I was in a very focused Twitter circle today. Usually, I'm I, I had a lot of work, and so it was just really okay. just like the brand and you're, people. Yeah, you're you're gonna love it um, whenever you go back and find it because there's like seven or eight different uh, man eaters that are just like just built up, not painted yet, um, but there's like. A, like a Phoenix Chamber one. There's like there's a whole bunch of like hilarious things. I think there was a uh, uh, 
a Daughters of Cain, Ogor, like, great. 100%. All in. Friggin' ridiculous. So that that's what that would be. Um, so let's push on. Uh, Iron Jaws is obviously an Iron Jaw. Um, well, we got the Mock Russia, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Mock Russia. Uh, Gloom Spite, what would it be? Would it be a squig? Oh, uh, dude, Boingy Boys? Like a tandem Boingy Boys, like, dunk team? Oh, yeah. Well, like, I don't think it'd be a dunk team. Like, I'm thinking that they would just have one gigantic colossal squig, and that would be their mascot that would, like, dope around. Yeah, you could do that, too. <laughs> yeah. And it could even have, like, a basketball, okay. like, paint scheme, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Uh, that's a lot easier than expected for them. Yeah. Yeah, there's so, um, so many, it's such a good model see. range, and... What other destructions that armies are there? We've done... I think that's it. Yeah, that's that's kind of it. Yeah. IJ, yeah. Amir! Oh, wait, no. Nobody cares. Yeah, um, uh, should be squatted. Shouts to uh, the Big Sloppy Podcast. Uh, Alright. Okay, so let's, let's move into Order? Order's the biggest one, right? Here's the biggest one. So we did cities, which was the great sword. Well, team. BCR, there. See, BCR. The problem with BCR is it would be the uh, the Stonehorn. <laughs> like, yeah, which would be like being. It just be it just be the Stonehorn. Yeah, it's their best thing. Um, and then we'll 100. It's the only thing that matters. Um, except for the ice brat. Oh, he's not good. He's not good. He looks like Anthony Davis. Um. So, moving on. So, that's Order. Then, that's then the same. Order, we already um, mentioned Order. Marathi. We already mentioned KO. We already mentioned uh, cities. So, oh, Stormcast. What would the Stormcast model be? Wasn't that the uh, Slam? Slam what? Would it be a Prosecutor? I always want things with wings for some reason. I feel like it's a bad idea. Maybe Night Quester? Hmm. I feel like it would be a great opportunity to have a female Stormcast. No, 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 no. It's got to be the Selsant Prime. Yeah, it does. It does have to be Selsant Prime. But I feel like... He needs to be, like, dropped in only at halftime. Only at halftime. He parachutes in with the... Just the biggest dunk ever. Just once, you know? <laughs> and other than that, there's just a whole bunch of, like, liberators. Yeah, they're just, like, li- li- yeah. yeah, and then you get, like, and then you get, like, the, the full, like, complement of, like, a great cheer team and a good dunk team. Because it's just a bunch of, a bunch of elite, decent things, and then just the Celest- the Celestant Prime with the mega, massive Mama Jam. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm like, done. Okay. <laughs> Great job. Uh, <laughs> all right, so what else we got? Man, I'm I'm blanking oh, Sylvan on. F. Um, Sylvan F would just be a group, a like, dunk lord, a dunk lord ancient. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> a dunk lord ancient, really good. <laughs> No, star. I mean, you'd have star. You'd sell Star Drake like plushies and paraphernalia, but the person in the mascots, it's not going to be a Star Drake. It's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be the Sel- the Selson Prime. Um, oh yeah, and it'd be like a hero. Fire Slayers. They only have the one model, so it's that. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely like the Sacramento level. 
Yeah, I don't. Darkling Coven's and all that stuff doesn't matter. That's in the cities, I think. Yeah, um, and you know what? That's another way that they could like swap in dunk teams throughout the. Year. Yeah, they have like their dunk teams swap their their costumes and stuff. That's fine. Um, man, and is that an, like cities takes up a whole lot of what order is? Yeah, currently because it's it's such a soup army. Or but I mean, this is a point. I wanted to mention way earlier on in the stream where, where I saw people harping on, on death and, and death. And it's, it's so obvious you started playing age of Sigmar with age of Sigmar 2.0, because when it gets right down to it, death had one battle tome for the majority of the release of age of Sigmar. And then, yeah. Oh my God, we suddenly got night haunt legion of Nagash and a re-release of flesh eater courts. Oh no! Three battle tomes. Yes, in a one-year span, sure. Um, but like Legion of Gosh is barely a battle tome. It's a Grand Alliance, the book. It, it, it's yeah, and that's like that's Oh yeah, Seraphon. I found funny about. Uh, Seraphon. I was about to say, Lord, you missed the best one. Seraphon, we did miss the best one. Like. There's so many good options. I mean, there could be Lord Choke, and he's he actually like just misses the half court shot every time. Sorry, um, oh. <laughs> too soon. Um, <laughs> Listen, they're called slams, not slans. Oh yeah, they're called slams instead of slan. <laughs> and they they got like flat room caps. Yeah, yeah, and then like slightly tilted to the side and up a little bit. Hundred <laughs> percent. Slan dunk. <laughs> exactly. That's what well, they like, say every time. Uh, so but the, like, I feel like there's lots of different options because you could have like skanks be like the dance team almost. Like, yes. Like the dance team with feathers and like the hype team. Yeah, and every time that they're about to get into the song, they just run away from it. <laughs> Let's engage. Oh wait, I'm scared. Yeah. I just took up some of your time. Just to run away. Yep. Yeah, no, and and the, naturally Seraphon hosts the dunking competition every year because they are, oh, yeah. they have the slam magic. <laughs> Dunksagore <laughs> instead of Crunksagore. Dunksagore. <laughs> See, I feel like, I, like you know what? Dunksagore has got to be the mascot. I've I've changed anything I've said prior to this point. Dunksagore is the mascot. It's like, a crocodile who just dunks on you. They're pretty... a paragon of the physical form that is uh, Seraphon. Like, they have the gigantic tri triangular, like, built-up muscles. They've got a cool necklace, maybe some sweet wristbands. Like, they're all in. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's push on. Um, <laughs> Pushing what else on. we got? So we got, so we did all the major chaos gods. Um, Skaven? Would it be a um i mean they have slam rats right yeah slam rats slam rats is the dunk team yeah it's the dunk team um would the i mean it's got to be a vermin lord um so maybe so they would have a doom wheel shaped t-shirt cannon 100 percent. oh yeah absolutely then there would be the hell pit a duncan nation yes that would be their like challenge that you have to dunk over the Adunka Nation. Like the, like it would be the blow up thing where they have a blow up rubber like rat that little kids could at halftime and before and after game 
just fall off and just jam on top of this thing. I'm going deep here. Um, but for their main, like, core... see, they they've got a good they've got a good complement of. I feel like they've got like a great like local PR crew yeah. with, with everything. But what's their main mascot? mascot? The Vermin Lord. It's the Vermin Lord Dunkinator. The 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 Vermin Lord Dunkruptor. <laughs> Dunkruptor is really good. I'm disrupting the universe with my slam. The Globadier Trotters, like the fucking globe throwers. <laughs> yes. Oh, and they still have goggles on because they could sell the goggles. Yeah, the goggles they do not sing. Um, Except get me jammed. Alright, so we got through Skaven. Uh, Beast of Chaos, I guess they dunk stuff. Zygor, sure. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, he's really good at half-court shots, I guess, half the time. Yeah, he'd be doing, he'd be throwing, like, backwards shots. Yeah, like. that's it. It's, that's all he does. It's, I mean, it's really, the saddest part about Beast of Chaos is it's actually just a Zangor enlightened on disc. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> like the okay. ultimate fail. Uh, hey, did, did we nail it? I think we nailed it. I think that might have been the last one. Yeah. Skaven. Yeah, yeah, Skaven was kind of the last right. one circling back around. I mean, you can add us if we missed one. Uh, follow and like us on Twitter and such. Um. <laughs> like and subscribe and give this five stars. Yeah, all those um, things. I meant to say this at the top of the podcast because that's what uh, Anchor is teaching me. That I should say at the top of the podcast, please hit the like button on the YouTube video. Thank you. So, uh, whatever microphone is working right now isn't the one you've got your boom on. You've got your uh, your pop filter on. And so we literally heard nothing. <laughs> oh God, I forgot. Dude, you you got to make it down here for uh, one of uh, our tournaments. Some inside baseball. No, no, you 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 got to come down here. Mo. Well, go ahead. You had, have, oh. you had a baseball. You had a Do I have to come down here towards the mic? Is that what you're saying? No, okay. I was saying you you got to make it down here for one of these tournaments because I want to hang well, out with you. Wanna, so nice. You I need wanna... make it out this way too. I, Tea out. We have, to figure, we have to figure out what tournament that we'll go to. That we can all make. I'm saying that we can all make that won't be horrible. Like, for me, it costs about the same to go just about everywhere. Like, it's going to cost me a stupid amount of money to leave my friggin' province. So, it's like... Uh, okay, Prince Albert Island. Prince Edward Island. <laughs> great in the summertime. Don't recommend visiting in the winter. Not great. Half the island's closed. Um... But, so I'm thinking, like, Bobo, I'm thinking Nashcon, I'm thinking Adepticon. Like, I just wanted to go to a fun one. And I want to go see people that I like. So, like, I want to go see you, I want to go see Soniche. Soniche? That's the Italian that's pronunciation? Just, <laughs> man, that's whenever you do, just, like, add a little bit of citrus. Like, you just gotta add a little bit of acid, just get a nice little kick. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I wanted to, like, have to see him, um... God, Dan's got to come up here, or like we got to go down there. It would be great. Dan would be wonderful. Like I'd really love to see Dan. I Take like care, him. so nice. Uh, thanks for hanging like out. If I, oh no, like hey, oh, I will love you forever. Talk to you soon. Um, like have to see him. I really want to beat up and hang out with Scrivo, like hooking pins. So that's why I'm kind of like I'm leaning towards Bobo, 
because it's like, okay, if we go to the England, all of the England people have no excuse not to hang out. Yeah. But that's a pretty big commitment for all of the people who I, who like, we know, or at least that I know on the internet that are North American. That's why I was thinking like, NashCon might be the vibe. Well, that seems like super fun. He is that. That's the thing about NashCon is he gets, he got robbed there and Vince and stuff. So it's got like the, for a small tournament, it was 60 people. 60 people. Yeah. But for a small tournament, it had all of the all the moving parts. You know what I'm saying? And it had Ty. It had a whole bunch of people that I'm like, oh, yeah, Ty that's is, a fun person. Uh, that's a, talking that's my, a fun speaking of my, my top five Ty's on it. He fucking love that guy. Ty is very... Is today? No, that's Bryce. Um, Ty oh, is... Bryce. Oh, uh, Bryce. I like Bryce. Bryce. Uh, so they did... Uh, what was it? Uh, Rage of Sigmar did the... Uh, Adopt, kill, fuck, marry, etc., etc. Age of Sigmar edition. Oh, um, adopt. I would adopt <laughs> Bryce. I would adopt Bryce in a heartbeat. <laughs> like I just, like I just, like, it's it's such a weird compliment to give a human. Like I'd adopt you. <laughs> adopt isn't an option in that paragon, but I accept it. Yeah, I just yeah. Uh, I'm gonna head to the restroom real quick and come back, and then we're gonna close out. Sound cool? All right. All right. Cool. All right. Um, are, are, are you gone yet? No, I'm not gone yet, but you need to, you, you need to, no dead air. We can't have dead air. What is your favorite? Oh, we're not going to have dead air. I'm gonna... Okay. No, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. Get... Okay. You're going to fill in the dead air and we're going to watch the VOD tomorrow and just like, it's going to be like three minutes of trash talking me. This is going to be great. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out. Okay, we're going to talk about the ostrich bone fuckers. Holy shit. Is there a worse model range when it comes to the new sculpts that GW's put out? They're the stupidest looking things that have come out in ages. Like, if we look back at the other, like, modern day sculpts, like, we look at the, I don't know, the Ideneth or the, like, Boomspike kits. Like, all those kits, awesome. Great kits. They all had core ideas that they did well, looked pretty dope. And then there's this, where it's like they're so close to being something that most people find interesting, but then there's just the grinning, stupid faces that have noses that are supposed to be skeleton-like constructs. Like, what the hell is that? Um, we look at the core concept of, okay, so they're constructs, they hold souls, that's awesome. They don't even look like automatons. Like, they just kind of look like Sylvaneth if they were having an allergic reaction to something. I was so disappointed in those ugly, stupid idiots. Like, I can't believe that that's what they turned out to be. And we are back. Okay, wow. That was epic. <laughs> that's great. That's a really quick team, my man. Yeah, I, I use the uh, the bathroom we usually don't use. Is that, is that just a window? Um, no, it's okay. uh, no, no. That's here, which only happens on the most dire of nights. So I'm on a, I'm, I, we're in the second story here. Uh, I have my little office. It's off the master bedroom, uh, and then we have the balcony right here into the alleyway, and. Uh, my most desperate of nights, I have peed over the balcony and into the alleyway. So, uh, you know, 
<laughs> I could have went for longer. <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a lot of thoughts. Yeah, a lot more in there. Um, better not ASMR us, fucker. <laughs> you got, you got, you just got Tomb King Tristan after dark. <laughs> my phone's dead, so I can't see the chat anymore. So I hope they don't reveal my evil, cunning plan that I. I, I suspect it was just up. you, you panning uh, the uh, the bone rad reapers for like just three minutes or whatever gosh no i wouldn't do that i just talked about how how much fun the houston rockets are going to be so okay oh man come on like is 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 the western conference incapable of putting together good teams no uh, clippers clippers that's like where the only good teams are like what are you talking about it's true it's true. I mean, there's one good team in the East. It's the Bucks, and then there's everybody else. No, I mean Toronto just like fucking had a fire sale. They're not you good. Forget that Philadelphia exists. Is that a thing? Like, yeah, you mean the ones know, that like, job to us twice? I know that the twice? American system is pretty shit, but I feel like explaining what a Philadelphia is might be important. For the whole like okay oh, oh, okay oh, maybe but like here's the thing is philadelphia are know. jobbers just, to the bucks jobbers to the bucks and they can't stop us they they can't so, they don't well, match up against Giannis because they can't commit four people to him in the paint and that's what you got to do okay. but now that they don't know how to shoot no good anymore the bucks is that going to be a problem? <laughs> what we just have, we've never shot good though. That's like our whole problem is like we've needed Chris Middleton to actually be a max contract, a max contract shooter, and he's just not. I don't know. Hit those two cold three free throws against Turkey the other day. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Against Turkey. <laughs> like, so like, wow. The best player on the freaking U.S. Cup team is Chris Middleton. Uh, no. Like we we've needed that like we've uh, needed that rough. what we need is Steph Curry, trade Middleton and whatever prospects you think we have and get me Steph Curry or Clay Thompson plus Giannis, unstoppable. Telling you, sure. Boo! Uh, back to toilet, Mephisto. Sure. <laughs> Stop the basketball talk. Ah, uh, nerds. Um, but yeah, so. Getting back to the original The original idea. premise of, of Age of Sigmar. And it wasn't meant to be just like uh, Tristan talks about how sad he is about Tomb Kings for two hours. But that's what happened. Um, but th- that's the joy of that's that's the joy of live of live that's why I do live broadcast. That's why I don't do a pre recorded show where I cut out all my worst takes and stuff like that. we because I want that like organic conversation. I just yeah. want to talk to somebody and then record it, and then we're talking about and theoretically. This is what happens when you don't have show notes that you said that you would have, that it would have written. We go on a twenty-five minute diatribe about the best mascots that could possibly be in basketball AOS. Which see, don't get me wrong, see, very see, you're saying it that way. You're going, uh, but then we go on a twenty-five minute diatribe about the thing, and then another person listening to it is like. We went on a 25-minute diatribe about basketball mascots for Age of Sigma. Like, You're that's... acting like I'm not going to listen to tomorrow at work and be stoked that we came up with so many good ideas. <laughs> well, it's, that's the thing. It's and twos I'm and nines. Prom, 
and I'm gonna post them in the Honest Board Gamer like draw your cool AOS chat, and I'm gonna put like weird ones that have hidden dicks, and I'm gonna send them to Dan on Supervise. I love Dan, by the way. Um, uh, not I can't consider him in my, in my running for favorite Australian though, because he's defected now to Canada for the same reason I can't consider Christian Ware a favorite Australian because I he's I'm sorry everybody he's America's now he's ours now uh, um <laughs> but yeah, for him. Uh, no, the, no, the no 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 always Dan for Danny. yeah 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 no I, I'm just sorry, I'm Anthony. I'm just saying that the or the organic nature of conversation is like it's twos and nines right like you. You either got to be really, really terrible, or you got to be really, really great. An organic conversation, you basically hit twos and nines the entire time. <laughs> Listen, I'm great. I'm killing it. I'm really happy that I could bring you up tonight. It's nice. I'm so, so well-versed in how these things work. See, and that's the thing, is I, 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 I trusted you to be an expert on the things I wanted to ask your opinion on. And uh-huh. so then I get to ask you your opinion, and then you delivered something you've already thought about a hundred times to me, personally. How are we going on that? Is that a six-pack or a four-pack of Tall Boys? It's a two-pack. Uh, sep- I'm a lightweight, waiting for a Skype date. Randy is my TK hero. That's a reference to one of my favorites. You mean Stan, 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 Stan? Oh, Randy's a good show. Randy's- oh, Randy, Randy's so good. God, I love Randy. I know Twitter handles. Uh, I okay. still remember like I okay, so Tator one nine seven six, whatever the heck it is. It's slant, it's Randy Slavage. I don't know. He is the myth, the legend, the beauty that is Randall Ravage slash mash mm-hmm. um, Down in Tanzania. He's a cheese doctor. Beautiful human being. A cheese doctor, like he actually like makes cheeses. Like he has, yeah, he has like a team of cheese people that he tells how to cheese. Can I meet this person? I'm from Wisconsin. I don't know if you know this, and I we we like cheese <laughs> and beer. I and I hear Australia. I hear Australia likes beer too. <laughs> yeah, I've made a lot of systems for that. Um, but now you, you know what if you. Set your heart on it. I'm sure Randy would meet you. Cool. But you'd cool. have to. But you have to fly down there. Well, no. That that's the thing is like my the the tournament. If I'm gonna leave the country, I want to go to CanCon. Or oh, dude, yeah. Or if yep. there's if there's a if there's an off like maybe you have an uh, like a so like CanCon falls in a terrible time for me to travel because I have no money in January on account of the seasonal mm-hmm. nature of my job. Or mm-hmm. January or February or whatever it is. Like, I just, I simply, I worked 60 hours all freaking summer long, and so I have all the money but none of the time to, like, hobby and make army. And then, like, what's happened, though, is I'm getting a stockpile of, like, stuff to hobby through the winter. But then I want to travel to can And, like, CanCon's, I, that's hard. But is there a second Australia convention that I can go to that's CanCon-like? That, like, I can meet all the CanCon folk, but then it's just at a more decent time for me, monetarily speaking. Coach, you're in the chat. Like, let me know. Yeah, this. I hope so. Because, like, like, I want to um, go to CanCon. Bobo, Bobo seems I wanna, cool. I want to go to CanCon. LLV went to Bobo. Yeah, LLV went to Bobo. And, like, 
cool. And he almost died. But I feel like Bobo is like the Adepticon of of the U- UK and Euro, where it's more the spe- I... it's more spectacle than community event. And so, like, you just you play the whole time, and you don't really get a bunch of time to like hang out with people, right? But it's still it's like it's a much like CanCon's massive. It's the biggest AOS tournament. Is it? Is this yeah. a, you run period. the numbers? It is period. Cool. Okay. It is the like there's like there were jokes about make it four hundred this year, like it is huge. Cool. Um, and Bobo was like half its size. And I'll have so, an elite like, skeleton army by then, because finally I'm getting fucking elite skeletons. I'm sorry, were you mad about that? <laughs> they're not skeletons. They're, they're constructs. Constructs made up of bone. Which is which is freaking um, awesome, and the stupid faces is your opinion, like your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, but my opinion is codified as law. So like, um, like swap their heads, head swaps done. Yeah, great. What am I gonna put on them? Stupid samurai heads that other people found on like puppets war. Great. Or or your 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 catalog of TK. Gonna figure this out. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wait to see if the other stupid models. I don't know. It's probably going to be another Legions and Nagash thing where I just use the models that are actually cool as I, the things that they have. I see. I. I see. I don't want. I, I don't want that for you. I don't want it for me either. I think it's lame. I just want an army. I know, like, and and so I was so okay. So this is kind of the thing that we sort of beat around the bush on this evening. I have been working outside of. The, the box like i've been working I'm outside the box like i'm outside the box i like i don't open up a white dwarf and see my army doing cool stuff like i don't read fiction about my army if i want to read fiction about my army i'm the one that writes it um, have you read my my fanfic story yet by the way no oh wait the one about the cod piece yeah yes i have excellent thank you um <laughs> okay. up there with martin orlando um <laughs> But, like, like that, that's the difference between being able to pick an army off the shelf and create your own narrative within that smaller sandbox and picking one up and having it be outside of that. Yeah. Like, for me, if I want to have anything in any space, I'm the one that has to create it. Like, I wrote a really fun, blind Horton story where it's like, uh, Knight of Shrouds is taken from my army and then all of a sudden like he's leading something that's has a whole bunch of souls and a whole bunch of ghosts that stem from the army that i built up and like that was really fun i really enjoyed doing that i converted up a really fun model for it um but it just it just had to be something that i did like it's like i don't get to just like walk in and all of a sudden have several thousand people be like Heck yeah, let's go, Bone Bros, Bone Buddies, let's go. Like, I don't get that life. Yeah. That's not something, like, as a Tomb Kings person, I'm able to have. Like, I'm able to have my Facebook group where, like, me and, like, Will Rose and a couple other people, like, go back and forth about, like, what we can do competitively to stay in it. Um, But I, I don't get those really fun, like, written by Josh Reynolds stories that are so good. Like, I get the Hamilcar, Bear Collar, like, Cetrus, and the Imperishable, like, little note thing that makes me want to 
throw all of my Stormcast models into the river. To, to, to be fair, I don't read any of the stories written about Nagash because I already know how Nagash should be in my head. I had to do that for the... Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay, uh, important question that I've thought about for quite a while. Okay. Whenever you say Nagash, do you imagine to have a horse face or not? Because every time you say it, that's like, I'm just thinking horse face. I've begun to exaggerate it. I, I've begun to exaggerate it because people called me out on it like once, and so I have to Is own it. N e i g h g a s h. Okay, so like, first of all, to get to get nagash, you'd have to actually have like an intersecting h or an extra g in there. Uh, the way the conventions yeah, of like language. Okay, you're you're not a h man. You are a y or e i g h. Well, see when it goes vowel consonant vowel, you tend to get a long vowel sound on one of them and so like mm. you can't have both like nagash and like nagash like to get that the nagash you'd have to do something else in the back end to get the ash as well so like it it doesn't conventionally make sense but again we're arguing like pronunciation on made-up words and made-up universes and when i learned to pronounce it i went off of what me a english lit major and writer my entire life knew about the conventions of the english language without the internet to tell me i was wrong um yeah but but, but you're wrong perhaps retroactively like how cetera is wrong you know i don't know it still seems like a badass to me he just you know he's, he's, fine. he's fine he's fine no i i, I i'm gonna go to my original take uh, on Tomb Kings. Boom. Bring it yeah. on home. To yeah, yeah, bring it on home. I'm bringing it on home. I'm bringing it all, all the way back. I have no malice towards Tomb Kings because I missed the end times. I missed the true split. Like, I don't have... Because I feel like there were some tribes that formed in the death community that I just simply wasn't a part of. I came back to business as usual for me. And early on... Yo, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good model. Um, I came back to, to, to business as usual for me. I just picked up where I left off. Oh, dude, that's like a super sick version of the, uh, why isn't this up on your Twitter? Get that shit up on your Twitter. It, it was, no, I only did one thing. Yeah, well, post it recently, cause I'm gonna like, you know, I'm basically going to blast your Twitter out, like, for the next, like, three days. And so have a bunch right. of model pictures. Um, right. Apparently, I'm a, I'm really, I'm a really good oh. Twitter hype man. I'm terrible at self-promoting, but I'm awesome. Like, everybody else, I, like, they're just like, oh, man. Like, you just get so many hits for me. I'm like, I want hits for me because I'm a selfish asshole. I don't care about you. Anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just love gonna. You too, bro. Yeah, no, I, no, I do love you, man. You're, you're great. You're uh, so get, get photos up on, on, on your TK stuff. I want people to see the TK. I want well, actually, Games Workshop and the playtesters to out. feel well, actually, no, you're at. no. Well, actually, okay. I'm okay. talking over you. Yeah, no, talking. no, go on, go on. Well, actually, um, uh, there's gonna be a post up soon on AOS Shorts that I wrote that's gonna have a whole bunch of pictures of my army and kind of how I came about to building it and like sort of like my ethos for it. Perfect. Perfect. I'll I'll blast that out too when the time comes. So get more pictures up and stuff like that. Um because I, just for you. I, I just I want games workshop and playtesters and stuff to regret uh, to to like truly regret not 
thinking more about about Tomb Kings. And again, not a Tomb Kings player. I'm Nagash for life, or Nagash if you want to continue to pronounce it like your British overlords. Whatever, I'll let that be up to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm from the Dominion of Canada. We appreciate how to speak properly. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Quebec and your weirdo, again. weirdo French. But um, uh, no, like I, I, I don't. When it gets right down to it, I don't, I don't truly have a skin in the the tribal game between vampire counts and tomb kings, and no. that's not my take. That that really hasn't been. Early on, I got into the game from a like a competitive standpoint, and like Magic the Gathering, my favorite deck in all of Magic the Gathering was Survival Band. Okay. What does so, that mean? It, don't worry about it. Survival is a card that allowed you to basically pitch a card from your uh, pitch a monster to search for a monster from your deck and and spend some mana. Okay. It was an enchantment you had to lay down, and this deck was fantastic. But then they they printed a monster card that broke the deck and made it just the most absurd thing ever. That's all you need to know. Okay. And so I had the most fun ever being able to play with a toolbox of my favorite creatures, and then they printed a card, a creature card, that just made the deck inconceivably powerful, and they went in and they banned survival. I, to this day... I do not think he knows what this word means. Um, I went on to... Like, I've never had as much fun playing Magic the Gathering since they banned survival. Just hasn't happened. No. I, I, I play EDH a lot, but uh, the point that, is, is like, the point is, that is sounds like EDM. It, yeah, sure. The point is, is I know that like, there's this feeling where it's like, it wasn't my fault and, and I'm not having the fun I should be having. And like, I, I get the feeling and like, I, I hate this where they sort of like transpose the, the culprit onto something else. But again, so that's not my take. My my take is not that TK um deserved to be punished. I've never like thought of them as the enemy or a different tribe or anything like that. I came into the game where I just picked up where I left off and I didn't get to, to feel the tribalism um yeah. of it all. But what I did notice is that Total Warhammer Total War Warhammer 1 and 2 are two of their most popular Warhammer games in existence. Yeah. And you and you that. and you have TK there. And you yeah. have people play TK there and then try to play the current game and they look at the game and they go what army do I play if I want to play TK? And you know what the funny you, part you about c- that is? You can say skate mo- go on, go on. the most uh, like the the best selling of the additions to Total War Warhammer. The two games one. Well, and that's the thing is like <laughs> is is and that's and that to me is it's squandered profits. Agreed. You you could be selling people more on your game by by representing them. You could be in court. You could be sort of uniting the clans a little bit more. Like forty k. Yeah. The reason forty k is the more popular brand is because they've done such a good job at cross marketing. They put a lot more effort into their Black Library books. For 40, 40k, they're, that's the written word, that's, you know, they, they put a lot more into their video games, there's, for every 
Warhammer Fantasy Battle game, there are a dozen 40k games. They just don't... Yeah, that, that and like 40k is an incredibly... It's a great setting. It's oh a, a fantastic setting. We're talking like top 10 settings of anything sci-fi or fantasy in the history of the universe. Like, it's a fantastic setting. It's a it's a it, excellent setting for writing stuff in it, and don't get me wrong. And Age of Sigmar isn't quite there. But again, when you have the... When you have this, like... This thing that is ready to print you money and sell models for you. The way Total Warhammer is for, for Tomb Kings. Why don't you... Why aren't they a priority army? And again, I say that as a guy who doesn't play them. They're not my thing. As we've yeah. discovered for two hours, they're not my thing. But I'm just like, why? Why not? I got into the, your game. I, I saw this like... This Tomb Kings were a meme when the, at the time I got into your game, and I came at it from a competitive stance, and I went, "Oh wait, nobody's playing Tomb Kings right now." Although you know, three yeah. years prior they had been, and so I'm like, "Oh yeah, they're not playing it competitively now, so like, fine, get rid of it." But then I got to meet people and realize that like, like if if uh, if Nagash goes away in like the next two years, I'm gonna feel like shit. He's my favorite character in the game. I love that he stole magic from the fucking elves and he invented immortality and he did all this shit. And, like, he's only really been foiled by, like, bullshit MacGuffin stuff, you know? But even when he is, he rewrites the script of the world. We're living in his narrative right now as Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Age of Sigmar 2.0 happened because Nagash tried to build the awesome pyramid and it blew the hell up and now we have endless spells and so on and so forth. Like, awesome. Awesome. That's awesome to me, a Nag like uh, a Nagash guy. But like, two years from now, three years from now, he disappears, and then they promise yep. me he's coming back, and then I find out like, pretty hardcore he's not. I'm gonna be pissed off. And so when people are like making fun of of TK players, Empire players, whatever, Britonia players. I want them to remember that there are the thing you love in Age of Sigmar, your Iron Jaws, your, your, you know, Space Paladins, uh, Stormcast Eternals, your your Seraphon, whatever it is. There are people who love the game, and maybe their number dollar amount doesn't equal to how much your number dollar amount equates to. But there are people who love the game just as intensely as you. Yeah. And to just write them off and say, "Ha ha ha! You got what you wanted. Now shut up." is the shittiest of takes. Yeah. It's I know the, that's, it, like, that's the thing that's, I don't really hurt me was, Hey, you got like, you got this army. You have no excuse. Now you have to play it. And it's like, that's not my army. It's not. And like, that's kind of the like kick in the pants that this thing really was. It's the, they took the bone structure that was Tomb Kings, like a lot of the archetypes. <laughs> bone <of> the structure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they just stretched a new skin over it to make this army. So it's like, it is a reimagined Tomb Kings army in many ways. And it's like, it's the way that I would have redone it in its core idea, like uh, an army of constructs. constructs. Yeah. Like, makes total sense. Like, I would love it. I just wish that instead of going with the pan-Asian design that they did go with, that they would have went more with, like, mini Ushabti. 
to me, that would be a lot more flavorful and a lot more fun for my taste. Okay. I'm a selfish asshole. Wow. Yeah, no, you're allowed to be. You're on my stream. You're allowed to be right now. Yeah, exactly. You're, um, you're, you're on a soapbox. Fucking own it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? They would have looked better. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you because that's not the point. Um, I, I just think, I, I just think, I, I just think that what they did is they released a very Age of Sigmar undead army in the way that like Night Haunt kind of wasn't and what I wanted of a death army, but didn't know how to quantify it. And I do think that they went, here's a very like Nagash's uh like quest thank you so much for that father Nagash's quest there to like like how he's pissed off about stormcast eternals getting like sigmar takes the primest of souls from him and stuff and so he's like you know what fuck it i don't get the prime souls i'm gonna put four souls into this thing you know i love that like i like that's a very narrative way of getting across this like the soul wars right and so yeah. I, I'm I'm very on board with a lot of the, the the theme and the fluff and the flavor, but like don't sell this as as Tomb Kings, and that's that's part of my like main things going on here is like don't sell it as Tomb Kings, and if we go back to a few few moments prior where I was talking about like the dollar amount of like your player and your fan bases and stuff, the Tomb King fan base is out there. I think from a joking standpoint, it's a meme, but when you look at Total Warhammer. I know for a flying, like, I, I know for a fact the money is there to sell people Tomb Kings because the digital market, whether they choose to acknowledge it or not, is there for people playing their digital games, their most popular one for their fantasy shtick is mm-hmm. the Total Warhammer, and their most, amongst it, their, their most highest sellingest, most played is Tomb Kings. And so... I I posit, and I've railed against hope, and how expectation is the mother of all letdown. So there's still four more Tarks left. May they have time to come back around to it. Again, don't set up your fucking hobby project for the next year on that, because you've hit the lowest of the low with hope right now. Yeah, 100%. Like, this is the worst that I've felt in the hobby ever. Easily. And it's, like, it's funny because it's not something that I expected. Like, I didn't expect to feel... Like, I didn't want to do anything related to Warhammer, period. Like, that's how I felt for the last week or so. And then I, like, slowly dug myself out. I got a lot of nice messages from people. And, um... Not for me, I sent mean ones. Yeah, I know. It was great. (laughs) needed that. Um, But, like, I had people who I adore and I think are, like, the pillars of the community say something like, oh, if there's one person that could do this in a way that it's you. could be Tomb Kings, it would be me. It's you. And that's crazy to me. No, it like, is. How do people who I have watched hundreds of hours of, or have been on their website for ages, or like have just think the world over the last like two or three years since I get in this hobby, how are they the people that think that, oh no, that's the guy. He's my dude. No, he'll, he'll do it. No, you are. Like, he's the one. You you are uh, uh, own it own it dude own it dude like you are and that's and that's where like when 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 you lost hope I lost hope and I don't 
again, no skin in the game for Tomb Kings. Like, I just... Yeah. I'm Nagash is winning. I'm fucking woo. I'm happy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just I'm I've got a fucking pinwheel in one hand, uh, like a fucking one of those spinny things in the other. Like I'm I'm fine. But like when you lost hope, I was just like shit. Like first off, back off panning Tomb Kings players, guys. It's not funny anymore. And like the other thing is like this is a very real section of the community. There's direct correlations to the digital market like and and like if anyone can take these things that aren't if there's anyone that can take these things that aren't visually tomb kings and make them tomb kings it's you look at this fucking chariot like <laughs> you know like yeah. god god damn like that that, yeah, cat that, was, that was a crazy feat between that project like like you've got the bits hanging around hopefully still and more than that you've got the vision because you came at the game from a sort of a theme for oh look at that it's still in the freaking cellophane and everything you've got you've yeah. got you got the bits i bet you if if we blast your name out there enough you'll get extra bits and in Dude, a, it's, one it's like... calendar year from now, there's gonna be a a a ostrich riders, whatever your fun making fun of the name is, like ostrich army bone ostrich bone fuckers. There's gonna be that army, and yours in one calendar year from now is going to be this fucking majestic actual spiritual successor to the Tomb Kings in the way that. We we were promised, but they did not deliver. And I know that they didn't deliver yeah. because you, the Tomb Kings player, did not feel this was Tomb Kings, and me, the Tomb Kings naysayer, said, "Ha ha ha ha! That's not Tomb Kings." Like, <laughs> gloatingly yeah. said it wasn't Tomb Kings. Like, if anyone can do it, it's you. And so here's the fucking rub: one year from now, I'm gonna see the rules and think they suck ass and hate my army. But I'm still going to be playing it, and you're going to be fucking love it because of the aesthetics that you have put all the work and effort into, and that's yeah. the real rub. That's uh, Age of Sigmar. I guess, like if if anybody has Tomb King bits that they just have kicking around, I'll take them. <laughs> like I need them. He will. the 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 Twitter <laughs> handles right there in the in the upper uh, left hand part of the screen. Um, I constantly talk to and about Tristan, and I stream at least once a week. So, toss this man some 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 TK bits. Follows all the love. Is there anything you want to plug right now? Any any links I need to throw um, into my YouTube if, feed? You know what? I'd say check out the Mortal Realms. Um, they are the friggin' best. Um, I'm in their Discord a ton. Just a really great spot if you want to try out like narrative gaming. If you want to like have some really really nice sassy dads explain how to um like build a great narrative great people check them out mortalrealms.com awesome people so there it is mortalrealms.com and then uh shameless self-promotion uh at tristan oh, yeah. gray on twitter um and... if you want to talk about basketball i'll talk your ear off if you want help with like improving your basketball game 
I'm actually really good at that. Help, help me. I, I'm terrible. My jump shot is T-Rash. I just, I don't have the All wrist right, strength. And so you can maybe, I, like, give me some, some pointers to compensate for, like, bad wrist strength. Yeah, 100%. We okay. can work on that. All right. Um, I really have to go. So, dude, this has been absolutely excellent. Like, I've loved just jumping on the stream with you. It's been so much fun. I hope this wasn't a pile of dribble. Um, a pile of dribble? I know we did a good a job. A pile of dribble? At... Oh, okay. <laughs> I said dribble. Yeah. Okay. This is a pun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, love you forever, brother. Um, yeah. Keep fighting the good fight, and I'll see you on the internet. Yeah, take care, dude.